hello and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen and I'm the Dungeon Master of this ragtag group of heroes and adventurers. Hi everybody, I'm Claire. I'm playing Mira, who's a dragonborn sorcerer, half red dragon, half silver dragon. Uh, originally was a bit of a politician and now has joined the adventuring life probably to a greater extent than she ever expected. Hi everyone, I'm Michael. I'm playing Lockie Hobbs, a warforged artificer. Uh, originally was part of a flying castle, but have since left and resumed an adventure with my mom and uh, Cool. Um, hey guys, I'm Jared and I play the character of Jin. He is a level 6 lore bard and a level 2 hexblade warlock. Uh, I'm currently an associate and ally of the Tempest Guild, and I'm helping them in their goal of stopping the Queen of Dragons, Tiamat. Hello, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Sharma, the Yuan T. Sorlock, um, who is traveling with the Tempest Adventuring Guild, trying to find the other half of her soul, who is hiding somewhere away, far from reach. Hi guys, I'm Matt, uh, playing Yedda, the uh, sneaky wood elf ranger and rogue, who, after a tragic uh, incident in the jungle with his previous expedition, has now joined up with this lovely ragtag group of adventurers and is looking uh, to see what happens next. Hello! <laughs> hello, hello! Welcome to a chaotic beginning of the Lost Archives. My name's Owen and I forgot that we were starting. <laughs> I played the intro video and we got really into a discussion about Yervit's cool cloak. Um, Welcome everybody, thank you for coming and joining us again for our Tyranny of Dragons campaign. It's lovely to see you all here, we're very very excited to get started. Um, I'll quickly get the the intro um, stuff out of the way, so Jared won't be joining us tonight, unfortunately he's got something else on, uh, so he won't be here for tonight's session. He may jump on at the very end, I'm not sure yet, we'll have to wait and see, um, but I think probably at this stage it's looking like he won't be here tonight, so you won't hear Jared's voice. Uh, I will play the character of Jin for this session, I've got his character sheet open. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll take over, I'll take over Jared's character for tonight's session and I'll try not to get him, get him killed, you know, I'll try my best, but sometimes shit happens, man. So, no, well, I will, I will if it's going to be any session, it's going to be this one because <laughs> it's not that bad. It's pretty bad. All right. It's not great. It's not great. Um, but yeah, so I, I might, be, we're in the battle music. I left the battle music running, but that's okay. Maybe that's appropriate because we're jumping straight back in right in the middle of combat before we do. Uh, our guest character, Raf, is still here joining us tonight. Thank you so much for Hi, coming along and playing Shivers. And um, Raf, on a scale of one to frothing at the mouth, how ready are you for Curse of Strahd next Monday? I think frothing at the mouth would be the uh, the correct answer to that one. He's, he I sounds calm, so but inside, keen. it's a tempest. Uh, yeah, it's always <laughs> a tempest inside. I'm, I'm like <laughs> chill guy on the outside and just, yeah. <laughs> Raging storm. I'm a, I'm a member of my chemical romance on the inside. Um, <laughs> That's so right. We, we are right. indeed. Curse of Strahd <laughs> is live next Monday, 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Probably more like 6.45, 7, depending on how we get things running. This first session is a session zero. It is a new style of session zero that I have come up with. I have never tried it before. I have no idea how well it's going to work. I'm a little bit nervous. Um, it's. I'm hoping it goes really well. Uh, if if there are those of you listening and you go to try and find session zero of Curse of Strahd and you can't find it in the podcast or on YouTube, 
maybe it didn't go so well and I haven't posted it. So. <laughs> I'm not so sure. But yeah, so we're going to be starting off with a session zero. Um, session zero, for those of you who might not be familiar with what that is for D&D and for tabletop RPGs, it's normally a chance for you to come together, go through the world, go through the homebrew rules that you might be running, and I will go through all the homebrew rules that I'll be running as part of Curse of Strahd. Uh, it gives the characters a chance to uh, be developed as a group. But one of the things I find about it is it's very out of the game. It's not a very roleplay heavy moment. It's a very, here, this is X, Y, Z, like these are the rules. I wanted to try and introduce session zero with roleplay from the very beginning. So we're gonna see how that goes. I've come up with a, a job interview style of running a session zero. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how it goes. If this works really well, I will be doing this for all of my campaigns, for everything, because it sounds like a lot of fun to do a roleplay style session zero um but for those of you who um if it's not posted or if you if you don't feel like listening to the the backstory and stuff like that don't worry too much because session one will be self-contained the first episode will be self-contained to then run the rest of the campaign from there so you won't miss a huge amount of information in session zero more it's just a chance for you to get to know the characters a little bit and and sort of see the process of creating a character um as part of a collaborative team so that's what the session zero for curse of stride is going to be like and if it works really, really well, I'll definitely be doing it for Storm King's Thunder as well, because I can absolutely use the exact same scenario for Storm King's Thunder with no hassle at all. It works for every single know. campaign. I don't no? know. We're definitely not into roleplay. You guys aren't yeah, into roleplay? No. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, okay. In that case, then, um, yeah, in that case, then, just let's just use yeah. some spreadsheets and you guys just type in numbers on a spreadsheet. Yeah, and just absolutely. That yeah. That's how that's... I like to play. Fuck you. That's not how it goes. I'm God. You're doing roleplay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in all seriousness, though, I'm very excited to try it out. Uh, if you like this, so obviously next week you'll be you'll be seeing this. If you check it out and you like the session zero, let me know. I'm happy to post up a template of what I've come up with on the Lost Archives wiki for other people to use. Um, I am also going to be, as we go, posting the changes that I've made to Curse of Strahd as well for other people who might be interested. Obviously, I've not posted them yet because players can access the wiki. <laughs> and while I trust these guys not to metagame, Raph likes to look at things. He really likes to prepare for for D and D. He's he's actually he's broken my cardinal rule for Curse of Strahd already and started to develop a backstory, which I absolutely oh, forbid. I was like, no, nope, yeah. no backstory. And Raph like, calls me up with the nose like, hey, I just had this idea. And I was like, no, bad Raph. It's all loosey goosey, you know. It's- <laughs> bad Raph. <laughs> you might have noticed on your character sheet all of your stuff's been deleted all of the like the starting gear you'd chosen that's right oh. i went through it. all of them all of them except for one person had even picked starting gear and i was like nope that's gone <laughs> i've deleted it all oh. yep. no, absolutely like, yep so it's we're gonna do it as part of session zero trust the process trust it maybe we'll see how it goes maybe it's shit and it doesn't work we'll see um, <laughs> let's do it live let's do it live um, that's all of the fun announcements from me did anyone else have anything fun to share from the week that was or the week that will be particularly not as fun as that nice and easy sweet as and then we will jump straight back into the session so <clears throat> the tempest adventuring guild A group of mercenaries, explorers, and adventurers has been working to thwart the machinations of a group known as the Order of the Dragon. This cult has been amassing power, wealth, and knowledge in an attempt to perform a ritual which would bring a dark draconic god, Tiamat, back into the world. Our story has been following the escapades of some of the members of this group, Mira, Jin, Loki, Yervath, and Shana, who have now journeyed from Chiari to a tower located on the tiny island in the Shattered Isles. Shivers, 
a tabaxi priest of Moore's Sacris, a religion heavily tied to necromancy, has led the party to Zonthal's Tower, a crumbling ruin now used by the cult. Iskander, one of the leaders of this sort of outpost of cultists, fearing for his life following a near-death poisoning, sent Shivers to the group to offer a trade, the Blue Dragon Mask for Iskander's safety. Arriving at the tower, the group met with Shivers' master, Depths, and then began to explore the tower further. After being ambushed by some cultists, allowing Shivers to grow his skeleton army, the group arrived at the observatory at the top of the tower. Peering into a large telescope, Lockie and Shana made a rather ominous discovery. Large sections of astral space were going dark, the stars winking out of existence one by one. Before the group could talk through the ramifications of this potentially like earth-shattering event in detail, Jorgen Prowl, a commander of the cult, revealed himself. Initially wanting to know who these intruders were, he quickly commanded some cultists to attack, upon seeing the reanimated corpses of his soldiers being commanded by a tabaxi priest. After a quick fight, the party were able to subdue him and temporarily capture him. However, he revealed a hidden secret. He too was a drake warden. Using his summon drake to escape from the party and fly off into the sunset, cackling maniacally. No, he didn't do that. Uh, but he did fly off into the sunset. The rest of the party continued on to explore the tower, now having access to the dungeon levels where apparently Iskander had fled for his safety. After a brief confusing moment where Shivers got a bit stuck in the tower without the keystone required to get back to where the party were, and yeah, a, bit of, a bit of smooth talking to get themselves out of danger, the party were able to get back down into the dungeons. However, things were not as they had left them. A group of Myrmidons, elemental creatures bound to suits of armor, had been decimating Shivers' zombie army while the others had been fucking about upstairs and the group were thrown into a very tense combat. Shivers has already gone down twice, the first time taking a bit of an injury, and the second time avoiding an injury, but is now unconscious, making death saves. The real shock, however, came when Loki was reduced to zero hit points. Some hidden subroutine activated, turning the gentle, kind-natured Loki into a killing machine. We jump back in right after Loki has been healed, deactivating this protocol and returning him to his normal self. And we're going to have a bit more of a chat about that, Loki, once the uh, combat is completed. We jump in on Shana's turn. You've already defeated um, technically two of the Myrmidons. Uh, a clever use of suggestion has uh, removed one of the Myrmidons from play, and the water one has now just been defeated as well. The fire and stone Minimadons are still well in combat, though. I should actually remove the water one from the turn order. So we jump in. Shana, it is your turn. And I'll All bring right. to the map, actually, too. So I'm going to do, to great surprise, do, I'm going to do the usual, um, the triple Eldritch Blast on the fire Mimidon, and so see gonna, if I can... I'm going to friend. Shana's doing, an, Shana's doing an Eldritch Blast. Have we had that before? Yeah, something, something completely different and unexpected. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, if I built my entire character around this one spell. <laughs> yeah. Noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, anyway, so I'm trying to uh, blast the Mimidon backwards if I can. Yeah, go for it. Uh, the fire, I... fire or stone? What the fuck? Uh, I can't see that roll yet. Hasn't come through. Is it a bad roll? Hey, came I just got a crit 20. Why is it coming through? I can't they see the roll. It came up on um, D&D Beyond, but not on roll 20 for some reason. I... Let me have a look. I will believe you, I'm sure. I, I did see it on my, right. on my uh, I saw D&D, Beyond, Beyond, so... D&D Beyond. All right. Yeah, yeah. I can let, me the the let me pull open the logs. Let me pull open the logs. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. I can see the log. Yes, that is a nat 20. I wonder... Oh, have you got your um, got your Beyond 20 synced up? Is it... 
just make sure it's working. Oh, that's not a good sign. Maybe we need to update our Beyond 20s. I'm just gonna see check if this as works. Well. No, Yovis is working. I'll roll for Jin's Umbral Blade really quickly. Yep, Jin's is working. Oh, fuck, that's a good I, I might save that for Jin. <laughs> nah, that's not how it works. Uh, that's okay. That's all right. That's all right. Um, don't worry too much, Ali. So yeah, that is a natural twenty. So you will be critting on that. Um, so yep. roll me some Dimagios, and then we will add a full dice roll on top of that for the first hit. Yep. And I'm guessing oh, the other two seventeens didn't hit. Uh, the other two thirteens don't hit. Seventeens. Um, uh, oh, seventeens. Uh, yeah. Seventeens might just hit. Seventeens hit. Seventeens both hit. All right. So three sets of damages. So I'll roll a crit damage first, just to get it out of the way. So this is the critty boy. Hey, it's working now. There we go. Yeah. I just had to re-roll, uh, reload Beyond 20, I think. Yeah. That, that'll and then this it. is the other two sets of damages for the other two um, blasts. Perfect. So, uh, so the first oh, one wait, first. No, that's not damage. That's to hit. Sorry. <laughs> Which one to hit? No, the 11s are both damage, aren't they? Oh, no. The second 11's not. Yeah. I didn't mean to roll the 11 to hit. <laughs> I was aiming for damage. Okay. Um, so, so the first one was 11 damage. We then add an extra 10 to that because it's the full dice damage for the better criticals. So that takes you up to 21 points of damage for the, was it the fire elemental you were attacking? Yeah. And I'm like blasting him 10 foot backwards for each hit. Uh, fantastic. I will move him back now. Does he have to make a save for that or it's just on the hit, is it? It's just on hit, I think. And is it a creature? What size creature? Is it doesn't specify, but um, when I tried to large, use it on yeah. a dragon last time, we said that's not going to happen. Large, large, <laughs> anything bigger than large is not going to happen. Um, it's actually <laughs> these guys don't get pushed back, unfortunately. They are large, they are not medium. Actually, no, sorry, they're medium. No, 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 they are medium elementals. I apologize. You watched as the Miramadon gets thrown back 10 feet, and for hey. the second damage, that's going to oh. be 11 damage and then five damage, correct? Shana. How are you gonna do this? Yes! Oh my god. Nice. Oh, wow. oh wow. Oh wow. That's it. Four, um, four points over. Yeah, I think it's maybe just like the sheer amount of like pressure and force that's pushing against him, and he's taken so much damage already. It just sort of snuffs him out like a gust of wind on a candle. Just okay. I, I like it, like a, this this intense moment of combat, and you just very much just like dismiss this creature, <laughs> just blasted into nothingness. You watch as yeah that that last eldritch blast cuts through some integral part of the internal armor, severing some rune you suspect, and you watch as the armor cracks and the fire just suddenly goes out, and the armor just drops to the floor with a clatter before slowly turning to dust as you take out the fire, Miramadon. Very very nice, Shana. Uh, anything else on your turn? You've still got movement and a bonus action if you choose to take them. Going to just take a step sideways, um, just to sort of try and pull a bit of heat from our downed allies. Okay, absolutely. Not that All it right. does much, but I don't know, maybe it's like getting his attention or something. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mira. All right. Um... <clears throat> Now, I've forgotten our ruling about health potions. Are they to administer someone else an action? Um, health potions are a bonus action. Oh, actually, no. Sorry, what was the rule? Uh, let me have a look it up. So I think because anything that overtakes another feature of a class, um, so like rogues, for example, have a cunning action to administer a potion as a bonus action. If it invalidates another class feature, I generally won't rule it. Um, yeah, so that's right. Yeah, so so for, a, so for a potion for yourself, 
bonus action to administer a potion to another creature. It's an action. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, so I'm going to uh, administer a health potion to Shivers. Yep. Thank you. Um, so it's it's going to be a whole old. What is it? One d four plus. Do you want to? Where is it? I think it's one d four plus four, right? Plus four. Yeah. I'll just roll it. Yeah, uh, 1d4 plus 4. Was it 2d4 plus 2? Is it 2d4 plus 2? No, nah, just 1d4. 1d4, really? I think so. Just for a basic, I think it is. Basic yeah. health potion. 2d4 plus 2. 2d4 plus 2. Cool. It's been a while since so, I was here. So, and then we'll just subtract 2 off that because you've added plus 4, so that's easy. So 8 and then down to 6. So shivers. 6 hit points. Very lovely. Um, and then as a, I'm going to quicken... Dimension door as a bonus action. Yes. And I hold out my hand to Shivers and I'm like, let's get out of here. <laughs> nice. Yes. Nice. I'm going to Dimension door to the other side of the room with Shivers. Fantastic. So you and Shivers over to the other side of the room, away from all of this uh, this goodness here. As you disappear, the Earth Elemental, you sort of watch as it pauses, its head sort of turning to regard. Target lost. Cool. Cool. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. That's my uh, turn. Anything? Okay, cool, cool, cool. The Earth Minimadon is next. Um, it is going to make a roll to see who it attacks because there are lots of people in range. We've got Jin, we've got Shana, we've got Loki, we've got Eleanor. Okay, I'm going to roll a d4. Not Eleanor. No. First attack's going for Shana. Second attack's going for Jin. Yep, okay. So let's do these attacks, hey? And it's going to use its maul attack on Shana because it did not like Shana taking out its um, its companion Friend. there. Yeah, it did not like that. So, Shana, um, I'm guessing a 20 hits you. Yes. <laughs> so that's going to be 10 force damage. And as it strikes down and crushes you, this boom echoes out from the uh, the stone that it has grabbed. It literally reaches up into the ceiling, pulls out a section of stone, and then slams it down on top of you, Shana. So 10 force damage, and then you take an additional 25 force damage as it does a thunderous Whoa. strike. Oh, that's a big boy damage. That's, that's 13 does not hit Jin. Yeah, so it was going to get, because it can get yeah. more than one person in the range of that, but I already said it was going to roll for that for Shana, so only Shana's affected by this. Um, Shana, I also need you to make me a uh, strength saving throw or be knocked prone by this. Strength? Oh, famously, I'm so strong. I know. <laughs> 14 is the DC. Oh, no, 11. You just, as this thing just crushes Shana, she just disappears. All you can see is this snake tail directly straight out from underneath this stone that then flops down limply. Um, as the stone cracks, you can see Shana like lying there being like, ow. Um, how, how are you looking, Shana? It's actually the first damage I've taken um, okay. since fine. the previous long rest. You're fine. Okay, so that's fine. She's doing okay. Um Ooh. As the Earth I mean, it took Mibidon, out half my hit points, but, you know, yeah, it's, don't still here. Um, as the Earth Mibidon crashes down and then begins, like, looking around the room, um, trying to sort of, like, see where the others are, um, you hear again this this very um, mechanical-sounding voice uttering out from underneath this helmet. Tower defences com- 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 compromised. Mized. Uh, alrighty. Loki, you are up next. Alrighty. Now, Loki immediately attacks everybody. 
Yep. <laughs> Perfect. Lockie activates his alchemist fire on himself. Lockie drinks alchemist fire. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's going to come back too. And um, just sort of... So, Lockie, you have no memory of what happened. The last thing you remember is that sort of that feeling of dropping away, that feeling of disappearing into blackness. And then as you have those memories and you sort of fell back into that past experience, suddenly you're awake again and and, and you have a moment where you can't really tell what's real and what's not. But you you sort of shake that feeling off and you are at the beginning of your turn back to normal. Okay, cool. Well, there's dead Myrmidons around, but that's all right. So what he'll do is... um... Going to take a tackle opportunity. Oh well. Uh, move over there. Actually, I can do this without doing that. So we'll go here so he doesn't take a tackle opportunity. And um, he's just going to sort of like stumble over and turn his turn his torso over and use the slightly jarred, maybe slightly um, misfiring, to wind up and hit him with a lightning blast. A lightning bolt, which would be a dex 18. Now, can I just confirm on my screen? Oh, there we go. No, we're good, we're good. Sorry, carry on. My screen was lagging. Please. Yep. A um, lightning so bolt. A, yep, lightning bolt. So it'll be a dex 18 save. And is that a... Let me have a quick look. So that's not with disadvantage because it's so close. Um, 100 feet long and 5 feet wide blasts out for you in a direction you choose. No, no, no. It just makes... I'll make a deck save. You have you have correctly identified, Lockie. I'm not sure how you've done this, that this creature is not very dexterous. <laughs> seven. <laughs> seven. That's all well damages. Now, this is a lightning bolt, correct? That is the lightning bolt, indeed. So As the lightning... Oh, sorry, you describe. Yep, you go, yep. Oh, it, um, uh, the, uh, the core in his chest spins and you clicks in and taking the, um, the slightly shorting psh, psh, nature of him at the moment sort of brings it all together and pff, fires out. This bolt of brilliant crackling energy strikes this creature in the chest, arcing across the metal armor. And then you watch as the lightning grounds itself through its earthen body directly into the ground underneath its feet. Ah, shit. You, there are there are scorch marks across the armor and a few sections where stones have been chipped off, so you think it did something. Mm. This was mm. alarming. Resistant. I see. Well, it's, I it's made of ground. That. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that makes sense. As soon as you said I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Sorry. That's alright. That's alright. That's alright. That's alright. Um... Oh, big boy spell, but that's all good. So, uh, <laughs> Shana's throwing shade on you, mate. She's like, someone should check their Pokemon type effectiveness. What if you were next? Yeah, we need a fairy type to go against these dragons. Anyone got any fairies they can throw at the dragons? Yeah, 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 That'd yeah. defeat team, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or metal. Metal uh, works. Yeah, no, steel. Does have an ink? Is that close? <laughs> hmm, that's a good question. Anything else in your turn, Lucky? Just checking, just checking. Um, we'll keep bantering about fairies then. Um, so yeah, fairies. Um, <laughs> who's hyped for, who's hyped for Pokemon? Fae. Oh, sorry, you go. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No, I have a great Archfey Warlock that oh. I want to break at some point. Archfey mm-hmm. Warlock is an awesome, awesome subclass. It doesn't get a lot of love because it's not super min-maxed, but it is a lot of fun RP-wise. It's fun. 
Oh, Super cool. It's so much fun. And um, uh, Archfey Warlock combined with, if you if you multi-class with Bard, Bard. College oh. of Spirits, I think it is. Oh, yeah. is it Glamour. Of College of Glamour, thank you. Glamour. Sorry, College of Glamour. Ooh, There's some really yeah. cool synergy for effects. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. Synergy. Synergistic <laughs> management solutions. Um, uh, yep, no, nothing. Nothing because okay. um, my defensive shields are down. Yep. yep. Um, Yerveth, you see Loki engaging this creature, trying his best to fight it off. Loki looks pretty hurt. Shana looks like she just took a big hit. Eleanor is still in the line of fire. You're standing next to a zombie uh, in the back corner of the room, <laughs> having been left behind by Mira's teleport out of there. There's probably a moment where you're feeling a bit trapped. You're under, you're under the earth. You're in this this dark cavern in a I confined space, it. fighting this giant creature made of the earth itself. And you just watch yeah. as it just pummels the shit out of Shana. And then it's like this helmeted face turns towards you <laughs> in the corner. Um, it's your turn. You have its nopes away. Yeah. <laughs> nope. If only he had rope tricks still, he could just get out of there. <laughs> so good. Just, um, yeah, it's like, do you know what? You, you guys have got this. You, you've got this, right? You've got, you this. got this. Climbs the rope. Bye! Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Yerveth is... So, just just to clarify, the top right-hand corner of the map is completely uh, empty at the moment, right? Uh, there's just the... Actually, I, I should remove these tokens from the map because they rust away, leaving no sign of their previous... Um, mm. their, their, so, there's, well, there's just little piles of ash. So, yes, the two the two Myrmidons that have been defeated are gone. I'm exactly going to do that. I'm going to run. Run out of the room. <laughs> it's a good Fire. nope. It's a, it's a good nope. Uh, as you run up in line with one of the zombies that's been crushed, you can see that these tiny shards of stone have, are embedded all over its body, and it's actually half sunk into the ground. You think it's actually been dragged into the earth by this thing as you run up to the zombie. Wow. That makes uh, me sad. That is really sad. <laughs> well, uh, I guess that the, I, I think you should be afraid, because if it did that to the zombie... It might be able to yeah. do that to you. Yeah, is just gonna duck behind this uh, little bit of a corner here, giving yep. himself a little bit of a little bit of, uh, uh, I guess, distance between him and uh, this earth creature. Yep. Looking at his arrows, looking at his swords, he realizes he's probably not quite equipped to deal with this creature stun. But he's gonna try anyway. He's gonna look for some weak points or something. Um, so he's gonna use his bonus action to move Hunter's Mark onto the Stone Golem, which he had cast previously. Yes, you have. I'll move I think that he right had. I, I believe he had it on the Water Mimidon. So that's um, correct. Pushes it onto there. They got uh, the flag to symbolize that. Yep. And yeah, he's just gonna try his best. <laughs> Start pinging some arrows. Absolutely, Yerveth. Chats, a, chats cheering you on. They're saying, "Believe in yourself." You've- <laughs> They're looking after 15 you, is most likely going to miss, I'd say. 15 is going to miss, yeah, definitely. But what about at 16? That's gonna... <laughs> 16 is going to miss. <laughs> so the arrows just go... Ding, ding, like, the arrows literally just off the stone and like disappear into the darkness. And uh, yeah. So yeah, you know, it kind of does a... I, 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 I expected that. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, he doesn't really have much else to do. Um, yeah. No, that's all good. Gonna... all good. Yep. In that case, then here. we pass over to. Do you want to come on, Eleanor? The bonus section. Uh, bonus action was to move Hunter's Mark. So... Oh, yep. It's actually yeah, it is a bonus action to command Eleanor. So Eleanor's just saying the dodge action. I need to remember that Eleanor's dodging yes. right now until the next action. So any attacks yeah. on her will be a disadvantage. Disadvantage. So, yep. Shiver me timbers. Shivers. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Yes. 
Uh, I'm gonna look over at Tibbles and with this expression of such sorrow just command Tibbles to run at and try to restrain um, <laughs> restrain okay. restrain is that the word restrain is that the word you say uh, well I don't know uh, interfere interfere with it's interesting terminology so so okay let, let me put it this way do you want do you want Tibbles to make an attack or to use her help action to try and like distract the golem a bit to give someone else advantage to attack more it. that okay definitely cool. more that okay great who who yeah. would you like her to give advantage to for the help action uh who's next in the order who's there Jin. um Jin. all right for Jin then okay yeah um sure Jin's not stoked about being right in front of this thing um uh, and i think if jared was here he would try and get Jin out of dodge but now that you're helping he's gonna pull out his sword <laughs> start hitting away um <laughs> Awesome. All right. So that's your bonus action, uh, Shivers. What about your that's, action? Yeah. So for my action, I am going to uh, point at this golem creature thing, and his eyes kind of go black, and this dust, like grave dust, this crumbling, and it's not just dust. There's like wet bits and maggots that come out of his eyes as well. Oh god. Like, Oh. Rotting, crumbling, That's detritus. Delicious. Yeah, just starts falling and crumbling down the front of his his tunic and out. Oh, look at that look, Dad. Um, <laughs> you just go see a cleric. You just see a cleric about that man. Yeah, <laughs> That's on Oli. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah like his up. mouth. Oh, <laughs> his mouth opens to almost like this unhinged you know how cats can just yeah it just keeps going yeah um and it's almost past the height of hearing there's this piercing like a ringing noise in your ears yeah it'd be a scream if it wasn't so high-pitched it's almost like a whistling ringing um and he casts uh raven feeblement Okay, I believe that's a constitution save for me, if I remember Ravenfield correctly. It is. It is a con save. I will make a constitution save. That is a 22. I don't know why I rolled for that. Ah, piss. Um, all right. Well, it does nothing then. But not even on a save? It doesn't do half damage? Uh, no, because it's not a damage thing. It's a buff. Ah, it's uh, on a 25 at the top there. It's roll damage. 1d20 plus 7. Uh, I... Let me have another look at that. Hang on. Take a quick look. Let me let me double check. Yeah, I will, because um, D&D Beyond just crapped itself literally as I... Uh, make a ranged spell attack. No, no, no. It's a ranged spell attack. It's not a con save. It's a ranged spell attack. So 25 hits. So that is a... Oh, sweet. So uh, then the constitution save must be to prevent part of it. Um, make a ranged spell attack. On a hit, the target deals only half damage with weapon attacks that you strength until that turn ends. So no, that's... I meant it can make a constitution save throw against the spell at the end of its turn. Okay. So at the end of its right. turn, it will throw off this effect. But until the end of its turn... Uh, it does half damage. That is amazing. Awesome. All of its attacks I... use strength. That's really good. Yeah, nice one. That that is but... fantastic. This could that that okay, yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Anything else in your turn, Shivers? Do you want to move? You happy there? What do you want to do? I'm I'm probably going to sidle over uh, past my poor dead zombie friend looking yep. very sad about that up to towards Yerbeth's direction. Yep. Um 
yeah, up up there. That'll do me. Easy. Jin's turn. You watch as Jin holds his hand out, his shadow coalescing and forming to this black katana. As he looks down, he goes, I really don't get enough opportunities to use this. And then he goes to make a strike against this uh, against this creature. Um, I believe he gets two attacks with this. Let me just double chill. Double check. Double chill. Double check. Double chill. Um, double chill. Uh, yes, he does get two attacks. So he will make two attacks. Uh, oh, I rolled better. I rolled better for Jin previously. Um, oh, that's not coming through. All right, let me know if this comes through now. There we yep. go. It's coming through now. Oh my god. Uh, that's two twenty cents. Uh, Jin is going to hit twice. <laughs> he does nine <laughs> damage and then seven damage. Wow. Uh, as he starts cutting into this thing, uh, he is then going to. He does want to get out of there. Oh, and he's got, sorry, he's got advantage, so I will roll two more times, see if I can get a crit, actually. No, so we'll take oh, those two so damages. close! So close, man. So close. Um, he doesn't have that crit on 19s thing, does he? Uh, no, he didn't do the... I probably oh, could have had, had him do a... Um, but I was saving his bonus action to get out of there, because I, I didn't want to do a Hexblade's Curse so that he could then get out of there, because I, I don't want to kill Jin while he's not here. I can't kill him while he's not here. Um... He is then going to do. Yeah. Oh, does he have a? It says he's got a spell scroll for Dimension Door. Do you think he'd use up his Dimension Door spell scroll to get away from there? Mm. No, I don't think he would. I don't think he would either. I think it's sort of an oh shit button. Yeah, in that case, mm-hmm. then I think he'll. Oh, he's he's already used his Hexblade Curse. So I couldn't have used it again anyway. So that's fine. Uh, no, okay, he doesn't he doesn't do anything else. Okay, Shana, you're up next. All right. Um. So. Are we, it's half movement to get up from prone, yeah? Yes, it is. Yeah, so she gets up. Um, and then, how's this guy looking? Is he sort of, like, really hurt or, like, not really hurt, as um, far as you can tell from an Shana, it's a giant creature made from stone bound in metal plates. It, you've chipped off a few sections of stone and the metal's got a couple of scratches on it, but otherwise this thing looks the same as it did when it first came through the wall. All right. She is going to cast Grease on the 10-foot square that's directly underneath the hill. Nice. Yep. Watch as as Shana fills this area with this disgusting, oily liquid that covers the floor. Um, Let me put some Grease down. Um, And do I make a deck save? Yep. Deck 16. Okay, this thing's not super dexterous, so let's have a look. This might be this might be the moment of truth. Oh, wow. Uh, that is a 14. That's a fail. Ooh. Yeah. So it gets dropped to the ground, right? It, yep, it falls prone. prone. Yep, falls prone. Awesome. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Damn. Let's use, what can I use as a grease puddle? <laughs> let's use this as a grease puddle. Something go. Dang. Yeah, it's mm. not super good, but I'll, and then I'll just move that to the back. Um, you ever can't shoot it now? Because it's prone. <laughs> Man. That's right. Yeah. That's this, this oh, what? Anything else in your turn, Shana? Um, nope, because I don't have any bonus actions. Oh, wait, okay. if he's prone, can he take opportunity attacks? Uh, that is a really good question. Yeah. I don't believe they yeah. can. It just has disadvantage on attack rolls. So oh. it, it, it does have an opportunity attack, but with disadvantage. Still not gonna risk it. I'm gonna stay where I am. That's fair. That's fair. Although, like can, although with the Raven Figment, it can only do half damage. Yeah. 
So you gotta get away. It's she's she's not gonna leave threatened reins, but she's gonna take the side of it. that step backwards because I'm hoping like all of us here is gonna act like a wall. So when he does eventually get up, he can't get out. And so if he le- ends his turn in the grease, he's gonna go back down again. Hopefully. Okay, nice. <laughs> that's, that's a good Smart. plan. Uh, alrighty, Mira, I pass over to you. Okay, my D&D Beyond decided to not, so I'm just going to have a look over Michael's shoulder. Oh, your camera dropped um, out too. I'm yeah, I know. My whole computer. Your camera's working on here, it's just on the stream. Alright, I'm going to I'm gonna do a, a big boy attack. I'm going to cast Immolation on this thing. Oh, shit. Yeah. Take me through Immolation. I think this is the first time you've used this spell. It is. It's another flamey spell. It is. Flames wreath. One creature you can see within range. Makes a deck save. Um, yes. That's a nine. Yes. 8d6 fire damage. Oh, yeah. Holy. 8d6. It's not bad. Not bad. Because of elemental affinity. Whoa. Yeah. At the end of its turn, the target repeats the saving throw. Takes 4d6 on a failed save. Oh, These magical flames it. can't be extinguished by non-magical means. Ooh, Keeps well. taking damage every time. Yep. 27's not bad. Plus Shit. five. Plus five. Shit. Yes, 32. Alrighty. Is Mira, this how does part this of that same work? thing? Yeah, no, you go, Mira. So how, how, did, how does this work, spell work for Mira? How does how does Mira conjure this? Ooh, I think, because this is a big spell, yep. she would be like... With her, with her, with her cold hand, she flicks a couple of icicles up into the air, and with her fire hand, she lights each one, and they burst forward in this sphere of uh, flame and frost, and just enshrines this creature in what looks like a snowstorm, but is on fire. Oh my god! Wow! Amazing! Yeah. Cool. Yeah. As this creature just starts burning, you watch as the rock that comprises its body actually begins bubbling the heat from this flame causing all of you who are up close so yeah shana loki um jin and eleanor sort of like rear back as the flames engulf this creature um shana your question was does damage get amplified because of grease uh have a look at grease for me tell me if it mentions anything about fire damage in grease because my memory tells me that there's no mention (laughs) of uh it doesn't it's from something else i was looking at previously on if i cast it with the fire dude still there would it spread the fire Yeah, no, actually, I've I've seen an official ruling about this one because uh, apparently people were doing this a lot. They were like, well, it's grease, not oil. It's like a magical yeah. grease. So it's, not, it's not like flammable, but it's not inflammable or non-flammable. It's like... Lard. So I interpreted that as like, okay, no, it doesn't it doesn't. Matter. It's also magic, right? It is, so yeah. Like, yeah. Magic. Um, yeah. Magic. Magic. Mira, anything else on your turn or are you all done? I, I Now that D&D Beyond is having some issues... Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine just did that too. It just crapped the bed. Said like, yeah, oh, yeah. That's floor error. Yeah, mm. same. It's come back on now, so just refresh mm. it. Maybe might be all right. Wouldn't now. be a lost archive stream without some technical difficulties. Oh no! <laughs> as long as mine still works, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there cover over here? Is that you a can, wall? You can duck behind the corridor and hide yeah. behind the corner there. But um, that's right. I'm, I'm happy for you to see slightly outside there. So that's, that's the wall there. Yeah. Is that the wall? Yeah, I'm just yeah, like. That that white section is the wall. They can cover. Alrighty, so Mira, after setting this creature on fire, you dash and start moving down the corridor from whence it came. 
where Shivers and uh, Yerveth are currently cowering in fear as well. <laughs> so you like come around the corner, you see them all there being like, oh, hi. <laughs> well, hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello. You meet the strangest people in airports. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> the Earth Myrmidon. It does not like being prone. Uh, it is going to... Yeah, it's not liking that. Uh, the Myrmidon is going to melt into the Earth. You watch as it just <gasps> disappears oh. underground and disappears from view, um, leaving the grease united. Does the flame to... stay there? Or the does flame, it, go it still is on fire. It no, it stays on it's fire. The on flames fire. cannot be extinguished by non-magical means. So it's trying to escape the fire by diving under the ground. It obviously doesn't know that the flames aren't affected this way. Um, but the spell specifically says it can't extinguish the flames. So it, as it goes under, yeah, there's like trail cool. of flames that's left on the surface that slowly disappears. Would that be an attack of opportunity? Uh, that's a good question. I will allow attack of opportunity. I will, because it is it is disengaging to drop under the ground, but it's not a proper disengage. So yes, I will allow attacks of opportunity for Jin, Eleanor, uh, Lockie, oh. and Shana. Go, Tibbles, go. And Tibbles, <laughs> and Tibbles. Oh, and I don't have the zombie stats up at the moment. Could you oh, That's okay. I'll, yeah, I'll roll for the zombie. Uh, that is a 14. That is not enough. Um... Jin is also Jin's borrowed magic sword. Amazing. That <laughs> Twenty eight does hit. Um, Jin's is also not enough. Sixteen is not enough. That's the only one that hits. Is um... oh no, Lucky's Lucky. Oh, uh, oh yeah. yep. I was gonna Lockie, get. I, was, I saw the immolation and I was like, oh, that's Lucky's attack twenty seven. No, no, that's that's the immolation. Um, um, Sean, do you want to roll me damage for your borrowed sword? Sorry. Sorry. The first time I've actually used it. It's just a, it's just a long sword, yeah. basically. Uh, it's got two damages. It's one d eight plus five and one d ten plus five. Yeah, I'm assuming it's, it's like one hand or two handed. Two. You you have okay. to use it one handed because yeah. you've just drawn it to attack this turn. Mm-hmm. You're, thank you. That is easy as opportunity. Thirteen. Right, so, yep. Well, while we're rolling that up, um, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, in Shatter, it says a creature made of inorganic material such as stone, crystal, metal has disadvantage on the saving throw. Would this count? Yes, it would. Oh, yeah. Yes, okay. it would. So as as um as he goes, Lockie's just going to reach into the ground and sort of feel the just the, the the lay of the ground and just give it a big twist and cast shatter as he's going into the ground. Alrighty, is that a con save for me? That's a con save eighteen at disadvantage. Uh, that is a twenty three. Ooh. Ooh. Huh. It's also got to make that con save for the end of its turn from uh, Raven Feeblement. Yes, it hasn't reached the end of its turn yet. Oh, well, no, the, the 22 I rolled before for the con save, we'll use that. Oh, for that's right, that's right. So yes. Um, okay, so uh, half, damage. half damage. Oh, no. Oh, so no. four I'm damage, not... no problem at all. Okay. Alrighty. The Earth Elemental is going to... Oh, look at you guys all standing in a nice little line there. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. It's not happy about that. Um, the Earth Elemental bursts out of the wall at the top and throws a... Actually, sorry, this side here, and throws a giant boulder down the middle there. So I need Eleanor, Lockie, Tibbles, and Shana to make me a dexterity saving throw to avoid being hit by this rock as it basically Can you please roll for Tibbles on? I will roll for Tibbles. <laughs> oh, that's a fail for Tibbles too. Tibbles oh, is not very dexterous. That's only an eight. I think I'm down again. <laughs> um, 
That is going to be... Yerveth's uh, no. taking damage, so Yerveth is 13, Shana 15, that's going to take damage. Oh, uh, that's, that's, that's Eleanor, seven. not Yerveth. Oh, but. sorry, Eleanor, 13 is going to take damage, Shana 15 is going to take damage, Lockie 7 is going to take damage. Mira, why are you rolling a deck save? Am I there? Nope, you're not aligned. Nope. Great! Nope. So that's, you can just bank that for later. <laughs> Mira, Mira um, empathetically tries to dodge out of the way. Like, <laughs> and just like smashes into the wall with a dexterity save of eight. Knocks myself out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they're just watching like, what are you doing? <laughs> the good news is, the good news is this is going to be half damage because it's got the rave enfeeblement still active. But all of you, so we take full damage, but then I'm going to halve it for the rave enfeeblement. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's oh. going to be 18 points of damage halved down to nine. Oh, oh Tibbles, you you monster. No. Tibbles has, oh, Tibbles has oh. eight. How much HP? No, Tibbles. Tib I, I need to make eight. a con save for yeah, Tibbles. Con Raph, do you want to roll the d20 for Tibbles' con save? Oh, he's still, she's still I absolutely Guess who else had eight HP? Eleanor. Oh, no. no. I guess you had seven. No! no! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lockie, Lockie, I need you to roll me. Uh, Shana, yes, you can hell tribute that. Lockie, I need. No, you can't, Shana, because you did a reaction to do the attack of opportunity. Yes, so no, you can't. You're right. Um, uh, 13 Wrath. Um, let me have a quick look if that's enough to avoid the fortitude. Five plus the damage taken. How much was the damage taken? Uh, nine. nine. The DC you had to beat was 14. Oh, oh no! Jin, Jin is going again. to Jin. Jin is going to Jin is going to use his bardic inspiration <laughs> <laughs> to yes, to give Tibbles another man. roll to roll a d8 to add to that. Oh, it's a one. That's <laughs> all you needed. Tibbles is still alive. <laughs> well, undead. <laughs> oh, um, wow. oh dear lord. Okay, so Lockie, you're down, right? Can I have a con save? The DC uh, is the damage you took to knock you down, so nine is your con save DC to avoid taking an injury. It's not too bad. Fourteen. You're not taking an injury. You're all good. Shana, how are you looking? You're okay. Eleanor's just gone. Um, it's still up. Yeah, I'm gonna just move Eleanor off the map. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna move yeah, Eleanor yeah. off the map for the moment. At the so end just... of at the end of its turn, it has to make another deck saving throw to avoid the flames. And so it's past the Raven Fieldman, and then it will take the deck saving thrust. I'll do the deck oh, saving yeah. around. So the Raven Fieldman now ends. It is the end of its turn. Actually, no, sorry. It's not the end of its turn. It's going to finish its movement. It is then going to rush towards these guys hiding in the corridor here. Ah! Oh, <laughs> uh, it's not happy like about that. you guys attacking it from afar. Uh, I'll make a deck save to avoid taking damage. Mira, that's a 13. I think that's a fail, correct? Fail. Takes 46 damage, and it's still gone. Um... Chat's, chat's worried about Eleanor. Uh, Eleanor is not just unconscious. Eleanor disappears. As this attack hits Eleanor, she out of existence. You watch as she just fades away. Um, because she's a summoned creature, Yerveth can resummon her using a spell slot. She's not gone forever. Just until Yerveth resummons her. Um, Yerveth, as, as Eleanor goes down, you have this sudden moment where you see through her eyes as this massive boulder just and then only oh. darkness. And then oh. flinch a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and suddenly you feel that that connection with Eleanor for a moment, mm. nothing. And then you feel that spiritual connection again kick in and Eleanor, you feel that, that um, yeah, the, the sort of the spirit of Eleanor, again, like fused with, suffused with your own soul, this like, fuck <laughs> inside you mm. as Eleanor's like bamfed. Um, 12 immolation damage. Ooh, it's not liking that mirror. It is not liking that. It is going to do its best to end that effect. Um, actually, it does still have one attack left. Oh, 
It's going to attack Mira with its maul. It still yeah. takes half damage because the, the at this point, 23 Mira. Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 17, 18, 9, and 22. No. Yep. Yeah, go. Okay. So 23. Um, the damage that you would have taken uh, <laughs> was going to be 16. It is halved because Raven Figment is still active when this attack goes off. So it's half to eight. Okay. Uh, that is the Earth and Miramadon's go. Yeah, okay. that's good. Mm. That can I just say, Raven Feeblement yeah, just stopped down. you guys taking like thirty extra points of damage. That's yeah, and yeah, and it basically huge. saved you guys. It saved you from losing. I suspect probably Shana and probably from losing Tibbles because that would have been a lot harder DC for Tibbles mm. to make to avoid being knocked to zero. That would have been unforgivable. Um. Uh, unforgivable. Okay, that's good to know. Unforgivable. Lucky. Uh, Lucky, <laughs> you're up next. As the Earth Elemental finishes its assault, spellcaster detected. Null it, null it, null it, nullifying. Well, definitely work on that. I will roll a death save. Oh, oh Lucky, that's a two. That's not good, Lucky. Um, that, is, that is one death fail. So he, he, his um his cogs try and, and sort of like start winding back up again, and he one go ding, and flash. <laughs> so, Lockie, again, as you are sent hurtling back into the depths of your own memory, you find yourself once again standing on a very familiar site, the Sky Castle, Skyreach that you spent a lot of your time on, where you were found by the adventurers by the by the Tempest Guild. But this is Skyreach as you knew it back when it was pristine and beautiful. And you can see legions of other giant forge, like yourself, ascending, rising up off the ground, flying towards this castle. This strange mechanism attached to their backs, letting out these pulses of circular purple light, almost like these plasma um, blasts sort of firing down to, to elevate them and allow them to land on the courtyard. Uh, land in the in the courtyard yeah jetpacks essentially yeah. that's cool <laughs> um, as they as they ascend and land and then hand to the chest do this big salute and then you hear the tick, 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 tick of the gears as they click and then move into the position and that's where we'll leave you for the moment um Yerveth, you see Loki just go down uh however no! there are more immediate more immediate problems as the uh earth of Myrmidon rushes towards you um I'm seeing I'm seeing my boy Lucky go down once again. And yeah, it's like, no, I won't lose another companion. And he will uh bonus action disengage. Ooh, nice. And get towards and just break break from the from the from the Myrmidon's uh range of attack. Yeah, as as it strikes down with its hammer at mirror, you leap over the top of the hammer, doing this sort of roll on the other side and sprinting towards Lucky. As 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 he jumps over the mall, he's gonna use his uh, action to cast good berries, and he's gonna sh- start shoving the good berries down Lockie's uh, <laughs> me- mechanical throat. Good Amazing. Um, before I forget, <laughs> actually, I need some concentration saves for spells. I need Shana and I need Mira to both make me concentration spells. I'm assuming, I, yeah. So, I did already. Oh, you done it already? Yep, it's in the chat. Oh, I rolled it eleven. You. Uh, 11 is enough. That passes 10 because the damage you took yeah. was less than that. Shana, yours is okay too. Carry on. Um, um, Lock- how, many, yeah. how many good berries do you shove down Lockie's? Um, all, all 10. All 10. <laughs> 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 I love this idea. Yervith like, runs in. He like holds up his hand and he watches this like branch that he summons 
fills with red berries, and then Yovik goes, ha, 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 ha
um, okay. and try to. I'm going to look at Mira and say, "There's always a, another chance. There is that is, we, we get down, we can get back up." And I'm going to try and interpose myself with Mira as much as I can in front of it. Oh, wow. Okay, amazing. I will take note of that. I will very much take note of that. Uh, Jin is now feeling much more comfortable and he is going to Eldritch Blast <laughs> now that he's not in range of this thing. Um, he gets three beams, I believe. Yes, so one, two, wow. three. Wow. Oh, oh, the last yay. one's all right. 25's oh, okay. 13's not great. 25's good. Uh, nine force damage. Not exceptional. Uh, <laughs> As Jin just goes, pew, misses, pew, misses. The last one just hits accidentally as he closes his eyes. Um, Jin sort of looks at you guys and goes, this thing's this thing's really tough, guys. And then he's going to move sort of like over down here away from it. <laughs> um, actually, he's going to move. He's going to use his full movement to get around on the other side of the grease so that it can't get him unless it goes over the grease. Uh, Shana, you are up next. He's going to run up to try and get a straight line of sight, uh, well, line between her, the Memadon, and the rest of the hallway. Yep. So one, two, three, and probably... Get one more up to the left. That... Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Fairly straight? Yep, that's fairly straight. And then I'm going to do a quickened Eldritch Blast, so I get six hits of Eldritch oh. Blast. Oh, you go. And I I do want an interpretation on this one. Yeah. It's the way it's written is it's when you hit a creature with Eldritch Blast, you push the creature back up ten feet in a straight line. Is it per spell, you know, of Eldritch Blast? So like per three beams, or is it one for Ooh. each three is beams? It's a repelling blast, correct? Per beam, I think it is. Yeah, repelling I blast. I think it's either is he's beam. gonna I mean I am gonna aim for the full sixty feet if I can. Let's but. have a look. Um So Eldritch Blast is a single spell that hits in sequence. So, let me, I'm just rereading it so I can be really sure. So the things aren't hitting simultaneously. They're separate beams. Mm. So, yes. So it's separate yes, it is separate. Beam. Yes, it is separate. I'm just reading it through again. Yes, it, you can, each time you do a Repelling Blast, you can push a target back 10 feet. Yeah. Is there a save on that or it just happens? It just happens. It just happens. That's awesome. To, to medium or smaller creatures. I have rules. Because it doesn't make any sense to be able to push like a fucking god, like a gargantuan creature back, like a purple this is worm. Assuming for I can hit. Ten's not going to hit. Sixteen's not going to hit. Twenty-seven's going to hit. Twenty-seven's going to hit. It's two Five. 27s. So you've got two hits so far. Eighteen's going to hit. That's three hits. Ten's not going to hit. So you got three hits. A half. You got fifty percent hit rate. So uh, that means Take it moves it. back thirty feet. Thirty feet. Um, yep. And then coming down. Uh, no, because it's not moving out of your threat range. It's being blasted out. So it's like, as you go, you're like, what the fuck? As this thing just goes <laughs> down the corridor. Um, so 10 force damage, 14 force damage. Very nice. And you got one more hit, 10 more damage. Beautiful. Shana, how do you want to do this? Yes! <laughs> it's going to be just each consecutive hit with the blast is just vibrating him and like just vibrates more vibrates more until he just falls apart into like a pile yeah, of so like you hit the resonant frequency the first blast is hits the arm and it's boom, 
rings out. And the second one, boom, boom, and then this this combination of frequencies of these attacks just watches the earth elemental. This this mid-mid on starts shaking and then crumbling before your eyes as it crumbles to dust in front of you. That is out of initiative. All right. Uh, Is anyone down at the moment? No one's down. Wow. I just, I I clap shivers on the back and I go, not today, my friend. It's not your day today. I I need to go check on tables. (laughs) She definitely looks better, shivers. Um, Like when she was alive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, but I mean, you've got a little bit of a uh, bit of a rock here and a bit of a flash there, but I'm sure she'll scrub up nicely. It's like a rock embedded into the side of her skull. <laughs> no, yeah, in between yeah. two of her ribs, there's a shard <laughs> of stone, like <laughs> pointing out. If she had lungs, they'd be pierced right now. Uh, but uh, Tibble's I, removed I, all of those organs, so I've seen I've seen your That's work. Um, you'll you'll, you'll get her looking back to normal, or whatever that is, for I, a zombie. I, I certainly hope so. Um, actually, oh. <laughs> point of order on that um is there a way to heal a zombie can i like i don't know pull the stones out stitch it back together get everything sitting nice again this yeah this is a really good question um there's a bit of back and forth about whether or not if you cast a healing spell on a zombie it would do the opposite it would do damage i don't (laughs) i know i know i don't i don't rule that way um let's have a quick look let's read the spell again so it's, it's not raised dead it's um Animate dead. Animate dead. Animate dead, yeah. So uh, technically, if you fed them poison, then you could turn them into a god. Exactly. So that doesn't make any Healing potions. So healing spells don't work on undead, but um, they can heal. Oh, and you can also use um, additional castings of animate dead to heal them. Oh, no way. Uh, You can use that. And you can also, so the bard using hit dice. Sorry, let me rephrase this. Sorry. So the bard using song of rest, zombies get hit dice. So because they're like under your control, they heal on rest, same as you do. Good berries would heal them. Um, Potion of healing would work. Um, If you've got the healer feet, that would work. But potions definitely work. Um, I'm just looking through if there's anything else. Um, some people allow necrotic spells to heal mm-hmm. them, like mm-hmm. inflict wounds. Yep. Um, mm. I'm I'm going to allow that. That actually makes a lot of sense because the necrotic damage, like you're empowering it. So if you have inflict wounds, the spell you do, don't you? I wouldn't be surprised. Let's have you a can, sticky beat. You can essentially use that as like a yeah, lay of hands for your zombies. So yeah, it's it's essentially like a cure wounds for you, but for your zombies. So that makes a lot of sense. I'm actually willing to rule that because it makes a lot of sense. That's cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, you can use um, inflict wounds to heal yourself. Good. I don't have that spell for some reason, but that's all right. You don't I'm have to go to necrotic. Do you have wounds, Yeah. All right. Yeah. She okay. walks up to Tibbles and um, just does a nice cash first level inflict wounds. <laughs> go for it. Let's let's see how much uh, health Tibbles good. gets back. I swear, if Owen's trolling and no, 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 fourteen, perfect. So Tibbles is now up to fifteen health. Up to fifteen health. She's back to fifteen. That's like most of her health. Wow, twenty-two health. Yeah, zombies got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So as as Shana comes over and concentrates, you watch as this black energy sort of writhes out of her hand and inflicts moves through Tibbles, and it starts knitting back together a lot of the the work that you've done to reanimate Tibbles as this necrotic energy powers through 
knits the body back together um, and, and heals Tibbles. Uh, you know, they're just going to look at Shana doing this, and I'm like, it's not the end of a scene you use that type of power before, Shana. Rather curious. Unintended effect, I guess. I mean, usually when I do this, uh, it hurts people a lot. No, but I mean, that looks pretty nasty. That's pretty... Hmm. That's crazy. Like, when I normally use this, it inflicts wounds, but... (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a little bit gruesome. I tend not to use it too often, because also I have to just get, like, really, really close, and I don't like that very much. Hmm. Shivers is just going to give Shana a hug and say, thank you, you have done a a great thing here. Uh, This is... You have done a good thing. I don't know how or why you knew that that would work. I did not even know that that would work, but we, we will <laughs> make it. I mean, you know, if, if you know, radiant healing spells heal, you know, norm, uh, alive people, like why wouldn't necrotic spells heal dead people? I need to research this. That is fascinating. I did not know of that. <laughs> Such fun. Um, as this is happening, uh, Yermeth is going to reach back into his mind and sort of just ask, Eleanor, would you like to come back? Sorry about how things ended up. Uh, and he's going to cast uh, Summon <laughs> and just summon Eleanor back. Perfect. What color would you like Eleanor to be? She's going to be white. White. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. As Eleanor is summoned back, this sort of frost coalescing around you, um, I will add a little token to Eleanor so that we know she is white. Hmm. Maybe I'll add it to her name. Brackets. Well, Yervis' eyes must look really weird right now. Yeah, Yervis' eyes, the pupils are black, the iris is completely white, and then the (laughs) outer sclera is completely white. It's super freaky. Yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, Yervis, you watch as Eleanor summons back in this ice and frost coalescing around you and then pushing out and forming Eleanor out of nothing as she sort of leaps back into the world. Um, from the spiritual plane where she normally resides and lands on the ground on all four feet, looks up at you and sort of nuzzles you a bit as you you summon her back in. Cool. Jin sort of looking around and goes, Ah, well, sorry about your other other friends, Shivers. Sorry about that. Yes, it is sad to lose any of these uh, fine uh, shells. Uh, it, It is so important to to at least, you know, try to look after them as best we can. We are their wards until we can get them back to the catacombs, but I mean, well, they they weren't very good people to begin with, so, you know, all things considered, uh, it could be worse. In fact, I don't know why I care so much about Tibbles. I've just really bonded with her. She's lovely. It wasn't when she was alive, but now she's so pleasant. <laughs> I think death improved her, yeah. Greatly. Death improves us all. Hmm. I mean, I would insight check that, but I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. You know what's going to take like, a quick second, and then he's going to be like, wait a second, he's going to hit. <laughs> yeah, just takes, a, just takes a hot moment. Hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, you guys can see the blood trail leading down that corridor and towards the open room where Yerveth first walked into. Um... You have the 29. You get the sense in a spiritual sense he's referring to. It improves you in a spiritual sense because it allows you to to experience another life in a new body 
and have access yeah. to your previous one. Yeah, it's a very religious. Yeah, yeah then remembers he's talking to shippers and he's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. nothing to be too concerned about. Although not he did a guy see or a spine in his body. <laughs> I mean, he, he does see back to only a few moments ago where you had like literal like maggots and and death like rot coming out of your mouth. He's like. <laughs> just so shakes his head. You really away. need to see a cleric. You need to see a cleric. <laughs> you need some yeah. Bahamut in your life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, it's gonna, I guess, well, now that that's over with, shall we continue on our way? Yes. What, you said a trail? There was a trail? Yeah, a yeah there was some trail of blood on the ground. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's gonna go up to this room here. Um,. And just look in and just see if there's anything untoward about this room. Yeah, but as you peer into the room, you can see that blood streaks the floor, uh, and including that smeared trail leading back to the teleport chamber where you just came from. You can also see a second trail of bloody boot prints and, and drops of blood that have clearly fallen, making these small puddles heading up towards the corridor to the north of you, that, that pathway up towards the north. Um, okay. In the room itself, you can see a large round table, four chairs sitting in one corner of the room, uh, and what look to be workbenches arranged along the walls with some shelves. And is uh, is the blood congealing in the middle of the room? I think you mentioned that yes, last week. Yes, it is. Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yep, yep, yep. There's a big okay. pool of blood in the very middle of the room that is mostly congealed. Um, you can also see now that you've got a bit of a chance to look without danger suddenly jumping out at you. You yeah. can see that there are books and papers scattered all over the table uh, in the top right-hand corner of the room there. And you can also see a wooden chest about the size of a shoebox with a large padlock uh, on the front of it holding the latch closed. Where's the, where's the, where's the chest? On the table. Oh, yeah, on, on the, the table. table. Mm. Um, yeah, there's not... I was super stoked about this blood congealing in the room. You, there, there was no I, general dip I in the room. I should say this is where the Myrmidons came from. Oh, okay. When cool. you stepped in here, this is what this is where they were, and it looked like they were in the process of, um, well, not in the process of, but yeah, you sort of like stepped to this room and like were looking into it and being really suspicious, and there was a lot of stuff in here. Now that you can look around, you can see the telltale signs of where the Myrmidons have come from. Scorch marks along the north wall. You can see a small pool uh, of water in the south. Uh, sections of rock where clearly something has broken through and moved into the wall. You get the sense this is actually where the Myrmidons were before they started attacking the zombies. Right. Mm. Um, yeah, is very cautiously going to enter the room, um, feeling as though knowing that the Mimidons are probably... This is probably where they originated from, and he's going to move very cautiously into the room. Yerveth, as you enter the room, you see what I described before. Nothing happens. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, he's going to go check out that chest, though. Yeah, as you head on over, you can see it's a it's a very intricately carved wooden box. It looks to be maybe some sort of darker wood, maybe um, a stained cedar. This very ornate, very uh, advanced-looking lock holding the contents of the, the chest hidden, keeping them hidden and locked away. The latch itself looks to be made of some very sturdy, um, maybe like a banded iron, and there are loops of this around the chest. It looks like it would be very hard to break open. Oh, Yervith is rubbing his hands together, though. The rogue in him is just like... <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like I put this here for Yervith. Uh, would you like to make a um, sleight of hand sleight check of using hand. your Thieves tools? Absolutely. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, you do that. That's an 18. That's 18. Um, 18 is successful. Yay! As you As you open the box... 
you watch as inside this light flashes and I need everyone in the room because except for Shana, Shana's not in the room. I need everyone in the room to make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry guys. I have to do it. I have to do it. So good. It had to happen. It had, had to, to happen. Do. No, but this is okay. This, oh, you're right. gonna be very great. You're gonna be very grateful for this. Um, Shivers oh. passes. Mira fails. Loki fails. Yerveth fails. Uh, all of you are now affected by the slow spell. You, you feel time oh. slow oh, no. down and oh. begin to like congeal around you. Shivers, you just watch as everyone around you just suddenly goes, "What's in the box?" like literally it's like time has slowed down for them for you guys who are being affected by the spell shivers and shana are suddenly moving at hyperspeed can i have a roll for eleanor too i want to see if eleanor passes because that'd be really funny yeah so um because in like yervit's mind he'd hear eleanor being like what is going on (laughs) 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 (laughs)
have no idea what that is, but there's clearly some sort of like thing going down there. This this document seems to talk about the need for um, more spellcasters called to the area of the Azua Archipelago uh, to help quell a demonic incursion. You read through, this sounds really serious. Move over to the next page, have a bit read through. And it references um, tensions with the giants seem to be growing worse. Day after day, more land is claimed by these other races, and the giants feel their world shrinking around them. Sort of seems to be out of context. You move and start looking through other sections, and then you see a note. The very, very bottom, handwritten. A plan has been devised. The world is not big enough for us all. And then at the very bottom, a cabal of gods has decided to take action. Led by Tiamat. Oh, fuck. Did you say a cabal of gods? A cabal of gods has been formed. Led by Tiamat. Led by Tiamat. And that's implied to take action against the giants? That's the implication that you get with a natural 20. (laughs) 23. Yep, you get the sense that yes. (laughs) Uh, And you remember... Um, Shivers, you're, you know a little bit about the history of Nostea. You know that this was the giant's homeworld. It's the home plane. <laughs> this is where giants originated from. All of the other races on Nostea, oh, fuck. you're all from other places. You're not from here. And are giants, historically Gone. speaking, oh, yeah. seen as being bad guys? Or no, just... there's, there's a lot of mystery around the giants. The the All that's left behind, the, 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 what happened to the giants and where they went is probably one of the biggest mysteries of Nostea. Overnight, one day, every single giant, except for the hill giants, vanished. All of their technology that powered Nostea stopped working overnight. And their, a lot of their sky castles just crashed. Some of them didn't, and there's, that's a part of the mystery. Why did some of the tech fail? Why did some of the tech not fail? What's going on? It's one of the big mysteries. Giants aren't really seen as either good or bad. It's more, they're kind of seen as a almost a cautionary tale sometimes used I would say within the priesthood that seems as a bit of a cautionary tale meddle with meddle with real powerful magic and there can be real powerful consequences um, but no one actually knows what happened to the giants no one knows they disappeared centuries ago and what is agreed is that whatever happened to the giants not long after is when the ruin occurred when the gods began fighting one another and so there's always been a bit of an assumption amongst scholars and probably, and this is where your your history comes in, being one of the priests of Morsecris, there's a lot of debates about theology and about where the gods, their place in, in hierarchy and where um, Solthai sits. Yeah, not long after the giants disappearing, did the ruin manifest? Did the, the gods fight one another on the surface of Nostea and ruin the world, break the world? It's generally agreed that they probably those events are linked, but no one has any idea how or why. If I were to roll a religion check, could I get any information on what would be the most likely group of gods to have formed a cabal to have done something about this? Yes, you can. Absolutely, you can roll me a religion check, Shivers, and uh, I'm going to give you advantage given your background (laughs) as a a priest. 17, 14. 17's good. Shivers. There's already a well-known group of gods sealed away following the events of the Ruin that spring to mind very easily. The Betrayer Gods. 
you know that there are a group of gods who had banded together and who have been cast out and banished from the world as being evil. Asmodeus, the god of power, Bane, the god of conquest, Baal, the god of murder, Brumush, the god of destruction, Loth, the goddess of spiders and deception, Merkel, the god of decay, Tharazdun, the god of madness, Tiamat, the goddess of tyranny, Vecna, the god of evil secrets, and Zahir, god of darkness and disease. They are the betrayer gods. Yikes. They are sealed away forever, no longer able to access Nostea, according to religious scripture. Uh, Excuse me, um, uh, guys, I think I have found something... um, what it might be found? A... <laughs> the rest of them are still slowed. They're still slowed. But no, I'd say I'd say by the end of this, the slow spell ends, and all of you who were affected by the slow spell end. Uh, you have some treasure in that chest. I'll tell you about in a second. But we'll let Raph do this. That's great. I think I think these papers might be a little um, important. They I don't I don't know that they are very old, but what is written on them at any rate is is very um, very old. Um, I I just had a quick look through. I I kind of passed them out. Um, it, it it says that uh, some gods. Uh, I I think probably the betrayer gods make the most sense. But it says that some gods. Um, well, it doesn't say. It implies that some gods may actually be the reason why the giants are no longer around. Um, Loki, I feel like that might be important for you. I, I, I don't. I'm very cloistered little cat. I live on an island and I just look after dead people. Um, so I don't really understand much of any of uh, this. But if the gods had got rid of the giants, I don't think that that's common knowledge. Is that common knowledge? No, I mean it's a unknown topic. No one knows why the giants vanished. Oh, here. Read this. Look at this. Wow. Oh. There it is. Right there. Right there on the last page. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You don't remember? Doesn't jog your memory? This? Does it? (laughs) Lockie, I need you to roll me a history check, please. Can I use my one a day critical success oh your uh, mind of metal yes you can uh, have you, you haven't used it already i don't, I don't if you think i have used it today i don't think you have used it no okay well. lucky mind of metal as you focus and concentrate your recent experiences being thrown back through your own memories the pathway that you have to walk through your memories to find this information seems all too easy And as you reach back, you remember something. Right before you were sent inactive for a very long time, right before your processes were shut down for a a very long time, your, your chronometer was quite banged up by this event and you actually don't know how long you were knocked out for. You remember something occurring around sort of the mid afternoon of what was otherwise a very normal day, a sound high-pitched, rising as if from the depths of the earth itself, and a light on the horizon, growing brighter and brighter. And as the sound became louder and louder and brighter and brighter, something within you snapped 
for a moment, you felt like you were being pulled or pushed elsewhere. And then you remember a hand placed upon your chest, large giant hand placed upon your chest and darkness. And the next thing you remember is waking up to Shana accidentally reactivating you. Yeah, skyship. Actually, I do. It appears. Why are you? Yeah, I mean, I don't know many of the details, but it there was certainly a cataclysmic event before I before I went to sleep for a long time. So, oh, this explains that, I suppose. What? Speaking of cataclysmic events, what happened before with you when you? Yeah, I was going to ask, Lockie. I've never seen you that come over you before. Are you are you okay? Seen what? Oh, I just assumed that was normal. No, that's we've not seen that before. Seen what? Oh dear. I, mean, I know. I know. I got knocked out. You've never seen that before. Not even. Well, you, you didn't get knocked out. You no. just kept going. Your you eyes. You got back up. Your eyes went red. Hmm. You, you were in like some sort of attack mode. It was quite scary. As in, I was like doing my punches or throwing out spells. Like no, your, your armor retracted back on itself. It was like you'd gone full attack mode. Uh, I think they were blades? Mm-hmm. Blades in my armor? Coming out of you. We, yeah. didn't, we didn't recognize you. I mean, I, I did have an idea a while ago for a type of armor, but this one seemed more useful. But, well, it's like I, you, you, you're you normally quite armored, correct? It's mean, like that yeah. It was like this mode switched. You went into an attack mode. And you see, it seemed like you sacrificed all of your your armor for offense. Uh, it's surprising that you don't remember this, but I guess you had taken a pretty substantial injury. I don't know what to say. I, I guess I feel slightly embarrassed. Um... No, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's just rather curious. That's all. So am I. I mean, I guess it was possible that there are sort of um, uh, sub-processes in place that I'm not aware of. That's always been a possibility, but I've never come across any, so this is... Any internal log or memory of, I don't know, events that happen within your body that you know of? Perhaps. Do you remember any of your other giant forge? Has this ever happened to any of your companions in the past, if you can remember that far back? I don't think so. I know there were other giant forged. I mean, I... I remember recruiting them. I remember training them. I remember vetting them. I... don't believe we were created for it, for war, if that's what you... If that's what you mean. I mean, we were compatriots or builders or logs of information or occasionally playmates and for giant that children. Seems strange then, considering something within you activated when you went down. Yes, and you very clearly handled yourself quite well in a fight. I mean, if you live as long as I do, young cat, you learn a thing or two, but no. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's 
just, it's so good and so dismissive simultaneously. Mwah. Yeah. <laughs> Mwah, good no, no, I'm, I'm just joking, my friend. Um, I this I suppose this worries me. I, I did I was I on your side? We don't. We couldn't tell. We kept our distance as best we could. And I think until I know more, that's a good idea. Because I have no memory, therefore I have no control. And that worries me. Because if 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 there's something going on and I become indiscriminate about who I'm attacking. Well, did you think that you were attacking enemies, or what were you? What no. did you see? Well, I, I lost myself in a memory, a very long ago memory of, of, well, I suppose from context, it was the um, the first elves to come to the, to Nastea. The first elves. Hmm. Yes, we had a large. I suppose it was a portal device that we were testing, or. Sunglass lines, and we opened it up, and what became pouring through, I guess, is the ancestors of the elves, refugees from another place. Huh. Okay. I have questions, but I believe that may have to be answered another time. We mm. still have a wizard to find. We do. We do indeed. Oh yes. Can I just, can I just say, I love the. I have questions. Questions that need answering. And I need a wizard. It's just <laughs> loving that. <laughs> Some of that's making. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, somewhere out there in Nostea, there's a yeah. there's a um, a very high level wizard on a white horse. Like yeah. Can I just say though, in, in, I th- I'm pretty sure in the books it takes Gandalf like three to four years to find out in the archives about the One Ring, doesn't yeah. it? Like it takes him a while. No, it's, it's, it's a long, long. Is it? I thought it was more. Nuts. It might be more. I think it's like thirty. No. It's pretty huge, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, pretty like sure. He's like, he forgot his reading glasses back at the Shire. And he's like, oh, I have to carry on with that. <laughs> oh. Actually, yeah. I, actually, it, that, yeah that's, that sounds familiar. Maybe it was 30. Something... I can't believe it's 30. That's amazing. Well, <laughs> it's lived for so long. Well, because Frodo, like, grew up, didn't yeah. he? How did, like, how did, like, Denethor put up yeah. with him for so long? Denethor's fucking insane. And he, like, let Gandalf look through the, the archives of Minas Tirith for 30 <laughs> years. I was wrong. <laughs> It was it's seventeen. What's couple seventeen? Seventeen. That's still, that's still like that's yeah. It's still, Look, yeah. It takes a long time to do anything in yeah. particularly. Yeah. In the first. So it, so between the party and Gandalf going, I need to research this. It's yeah. seventeen years, oh and then God. they go on their quest, and that's like like a couple of months. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, and if look, they're taking the eagles. Time of reconnaissance is seldom wasted. Right. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, sorry, I'll pass back over to you guys. Sorry, couldn't resist. Yep. Nah, no, it's all good. Um, as a note, should we take a short rest while we're discussing? I mean, I could definitely go for one if you guys can. I, I think I need to repair some things. <laughs> as, as, oh, as, okay. as, he, as he turns around to, to view the damage, another cold just like ding, 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 ding. Oh. I'll, um, yes, I think a short rest would be in order. I can take the time to count through whatever is in this box. So I'll give you a short rest. And I, I will gather up the rest of the papers and I'll read through them as well, just in case it's something else we missed. 7 HP. I'm just going to do Jin's short rest as well. Yeah, sure. Oh, I've already used one hit dice. That's okay. Good. Roll. To 6, um, 8. Oh my god, we need one more. Oh, that's a 
11. I wish it would do that. I think uh, I'm just gonna roll freaking all of them. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm gonna roll. Mm. Oh, that's better. 31. Oh my god. That's you guys are rolling nice. Um, I can't even find my hit dice. Jin <laughs> uh, Jin is back up to full health. Short he's rest? only used. Yeah, he's only um, used oh, short four rest. Of his Thank you. <laughs> there we go. All right. So, um, as you guys take a short rest, that's only an hour, so it's not too long. As you yeah. sort of like tuck yourselves in the corner, begin sitting at the table, looking through the notes, you can spend a bit more time to actually examine this further. Um, because you are taking the short rest, uh, what would you guys like to do? Is anyone wanting to examine the papers a bit more? Is anyone working on anything in particular? Talk me through. Talk me through the short rest. Short rest. Uh, yeah, that's probably just looking through the chest that he opened previously. Yeah, you have it. Um, as you pour through the chest, you find three scrolls. As you read through them, you have no idea what these scrolls do, not being proficient in spells of any nature. Off the top of your head, can you make me an arcana check to see if you can figure out what these scrolls do? Yeah, arcana. Arcana. My my best. Your best stat. That's a wild stat. Oh, no. Yerveth, you you have found three scrolls. One of them is a wish spell, you're pretty sure. One of them looks like maybe a teleportation circle, and you reckon one of them? You've heard of this thing called a sphere of annihilation. Oh my god. <laughs> you reckon it could be. It could be. Um, as you were pouring over this uh, shivers, you sort of happen to glance over, as a wizard trained in the wizarding arts, you look and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, two scrolls of protection against fire elementals and one scroll of protection against earth elementals. Oh, that would have been useful. <laughs> <laughs> but but you would have been hit by the slow spell. Yeah, so that would have been not good. This is, this is my way of balancing out the slow spell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else? Just the scrolls. Just three scrolls. Nah, that's cool. All good. Uh, actually, probably, another, another interesting thing happens as you pull the scrolls out. The chest locks itself again. Mm. Mm. That's kind of cool. um, that's kind of useful. Yeah. We, the chest looks like it could hold more than three scrolls. You reckon maybe there was once more stuff in here? But I'm gonna take. How big is the chest? You're gonna take that with shoebox. Us. Put, it, put it, put it, put it in the bag of holding. In the bag of holding. Jin yeah. opens up the bag of holding, takes out some pastries, and you put the shoebox, <laughs> shoebox chest in. Goes in. You close it up. You close you it up. That box inside another box. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, this documents. is a box of holding. You watch as an astral plane pours. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> okay, okay. TPK. Yeah, we survived the Myrmidonic. Do you know what, though? As, as you fly into astral space, you see the dark entity that's swallowing the stars before you. <laughs> oh, I'm hungry. No, no, uh, no, I, no, I, no. I just hand the scrolls to um, the, to the spellcasters. I just say, oh, I know what these are. You take them. Well, oh, Shivers, Shivers is a wizard. Shivers can can turn these into mean? spells in his spellbook. I I will I can utilize these. Yes. Hmm. I just especially the the uh, the what what are they again? I'll look at. Uh, I'll paste them back in chat. It is a spell scroll. Two scrolls of protection against fire elementals. One scroll of protection against earth elementals. Ah, yes, the, the what earth elemental one exactly an hour ago. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say that um, I'm a spellcaster per se. I just dabble in a bit of bushcraft. Bush. Like I like that. Bushcraft. Yes. Yeah. Can I heal Tibbles on a short rest at all? Does she? Yes, she can roll a hit dice. She she has exactly one hit dice, which is a d6. Would you like to roll a d6? I will. I will roll a d6. Um, I'm also going to send her just into uh, one. She gets one. Um, uh, I'm going to send her. <laughs> Uh, just up into this little 
corridor little junction area up here just as like a guard lookout while we're chilling doing our own thing uh as tibbles um, moves up the corridor um shivers you can sort of see a little bit where she's looking as well you can see the corridor continues towards the north the set of stairs actually lead it up towards a slightly higher section and that corridor continues all the way down to what looks like maybe a t intersection but right where tibbles is standing in the northwestern corner of the room, there's actually another small passageway leading off to a large, ornate wooden door. You can see that the door is marked with what look to be symbols of the four elements, bounded by a ring of runes. You can see a vortex of air, a maelstrom of water, um, this intense inferno of flame, and then what looks to be some massive like explosion of shards of stone. Um, carved in relief on this wooden door just off towards the northwest. Hmm. Where are the blood? Where's the blood going? The blood continues up the stairs towards the north. You can see that the footsteps, um, they're not bloody footprints. They're footprints marked with blood around the base. So it looks like, I mean, Yerveth with his natural tracking abilities, Yerveth, and you've had a bit of a chance to examine these before, Whoever's leaving these footprints has been badly injured. They are bleeding out and they are moving down this corridor. You can see that it's probably a humanoid in form, um, but much more than that, all you can tell is that if all this blood is theirs, they've lost a lot of blood. How old does the blood look? Partially congealed. So So that's like a couple hours, yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, If someone's losing that much blood at that rate... We need they have any left? Oh, we just had a short rest, so... Yeah. Yeah. We're just Not kicking back. We're just like, hey, yeah, maybe if we hustle, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah true. <laughs> we can bring him back, right? Yeah. We got tickets for that, right? Yeah. This is within cool. 10 minutes, yeah. So oh, maybe yeah. we hightail it. <laughs> yeah, you have this just going to pick up the pace and, and um, yeah. sort can- of follow the... John's going to try and keep pace with the Earth in case yeah, they're in time. Well. Yeah, so do you guys want to head down the corridor to the north? Uh, you're going to avoid this little side antechamber? Can I just um, uh, so linger? Right now? Yes. It's elemental magic. I just had a linger by the door there just for a minute. Just, I just want to... Yeah. I'll, I'll stay back as well just as, so she's not left on her own. Just just because it's elemental magic, Mira is kind of attracted to that sort of thing. Can I just kind of... She kind of just reaches out a hand and just, like, senses like senses what's going on. Can she hear anything, sense anything behind the door? Mira, as you press your ear up against the door and focus, closing your eyes, thinking, you can hear what sounds like the wind rushing through, but it's got a strange echo to it, as if it's on the other side of a window or... or the side of some sort of barrier it's like a storm but quieter contained almost coming from inside the room hell no i'm gonna i think i think i know where that that air elemental went (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh. Um, let's leave that door shut (laughs) Is there a way I can block it? Is is so it's made of wood, right? Made of wood, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, is there a bolt or something? <laughs> no, not on the not on the outside of the door. <laughs> Maybe. On Does the, the door open inwards or outwards? It opens into the corridor. Hmm. It opens towards you guys. 
Oh, okay. Um, is the stone is the ground made of stone and stuff? Yes. Or like earth? Yes. Could I possibly use mold earth to sort of right. like just make a door stop? Yeah, absolutely. Can. Yeah, yeah, of course you can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's, it's going to be an absolute barrier to any elemental made of air. Oh. It'll stop, you know, it's resistance, you know? Yeah, uh, you know air can't go through doors. Yeah, air can't just go through the bottom Air bit. can't go through Bad doors. You're fine. Yeah, of course you can. No, I'm not there. I'm know. not there. You don't hear any of this. No, I've turned to the point. You know those things that go across the bottom of doors to make sure the door snake. The door snake. No, no, no. Door snake and mold earth. The door snake is making a door snake. <laughs> the door you unto is making a door snake. Oh no! Well, we found our TikTok. It's now turned into a TikTok. That's our TikTok. Put that. Put that. <laughs> Flip that. Uh, add that to your resume. Business snake and door snake. Business snake and door snake. Yeah, Shani, you move up to the door. You just make a little barrier of stone to block the door. Um, you You're can hear as well. As a drain snake, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you just becoming a door salesman? Is this a door sales snake? Is that I mean, they are door, door snakes. Yeah, they, they are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, Sorry to any door salesmen out there. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> I'm sure you're all lovely. I'm happy with that. Go see this guy's still alive. Do we do we have to? There's dead there's literally a man dying. Oh no, no. Corridor. I no yes. I agree. I just don't want any anything to get through there, so the door snake will stop it. Well we can either really deal with it. That he honors his uh last wishes of, of giving you all the, this mask if he is dead um, hopefully we can still uh, make a good thing out of this uh, not so good thing for him at any rate let's just we should go yeah, let's, let's go quickly yeah if it is going to begin moving down the corridor uh, not you know, at a brisk pace but also keeping an eye out uh, in case there's any other dangers you have now entered my favourite room Oh, fuck. The steps descend to a walkway that appears to stretch across infinite space. Thousands of stars twinkle in unfamiliar constellations, and meteors streak through the vastness above and below the pathway. Just past the base of the stairs, a door framed by nothingness rises from the path. Fifty feet beyond that, the path meets an intersection with another door straight ahead. For all intents and purposes, as you step into this room, it feels like you are stepping into astral space. You can see around you there are no walls, no ceiling, no floors, just this single pathway, stretching. No longer made of stone, but seemingly made of light, with streaks of coloured lights through it, almost like a rainbow bridge, as you begin crossing the vast emptiness of space. As you turn back around you, the room that you just came from is still there, just hovering as if empty in the middle of nowhere. Owen. Hello. Is there still <laughs> blood on the floor? Yeah, there is. R- yeah, broadening yeah. the illusion a little bit that there's like this little bit it's, of blood. Just... Well, no, but the rainbow bridge <laughs> you're walking on, it looks like it's made of light, but you can see like stains of blood, almost like, um, and the light shining through has this very red glow where it's shining through the blood stains oh, wow, and the okay. blood footsteps. Yeah. This doesn't look illusion. I love, I love that. The other is just like, nah, it's all about realism. Nah, I'm just not going to look at the <laughs> 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 Follow the blood. If it bleeds... <laughs> um, but yeah, as you, as you step past the corridor, it, it just 
continues on. And then up towards the right, you can see on the right hand, just standing in nothingness, right where Yoveth is standing right now, there is just this door. Again, beautiful carved wood. This time, rather than the elements carved upon it, you can see a series of what look to be intricate flowers carved and, and vine work carved through the door again in this bas relief pattern. Um, and the door's just floating in empty space as stars twinkle around you, Yerveth. And you can see galaxies swirling below you. As you look down through the light, you can see this vast galaxy swirling and moving beneath your feet. This moment of vertigo hits you. As you look around, you're fully inside this space right now. Is it orientated as though it's from our planet, though? Like, if you're looking out, are all the constellations Mm. still the same? Very, very good question. Can I please have a history or arcana check, please? You can, you can. I'm wondering if this is like a 3D observatory sort of concept. 25 shivers. This is not from the perspective of Nostea. As you look, the galaxies, the stars, the constellations aren't quite familiar. It's somewhere near to Nostea. Near enough that there's some similarities, but not close enough to be identical. In fact, shivers, as you look closely, you can see where Nostea should be. Oh, shit. So if I can see... Yeah, over towards the If I can see where that is. No, you go. go. From that position of where Nostea should be, does that... Is there another planet or another moon or something that we would be centered on at the moment then? Potentially. Or are we out like floating? You're not sure. You could out just be floating. As you look down, you can't see any, um, you can't see any land beneath you, any planets beneath you. You'd look like you're just floating in astral space, walking along this bridge made of light, this colored light. And Chivas, there there is a constellation, uh, not a constellation, sorry, a, um, uh, a solar system just over yonder down the corridor and off towards the left as you look towards the northwest part of the corridor that looks like the Nostean solar system. You can see the planet with the twin moons orbiting it and then you can see other planets orbiting this star as well. Moving around slowly. Can I drop something off the bridge? Yes, you can. What are you going to drop? What are you going to drop? Ah, shit, what have I got? What's something totally useless that I own? Uh, Piece? I'm going to drop my spell book. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tibbles. <laughs> I'm going to drop one ration off the uh, side. But as, as he's holding out to drop it, I'm just going to... Um, just... Um, Jin, Jin reaches into his bag of holding, takes out a pastry and hands you a pastry, Shivers. Okay. Oh, that is... That is good. Uh, you, Thank yes, you, chat. Tell her. Thank you, chat. Chat just saved you losing shit. They call that pastry. So you get it. That's that. I saw that. <laughs> Pastries instead. Um, um, so we've yeah. got a lit up pastry now. I'm yeah. going to drop it off the side. You watch as it disappears from sight, falling into nothingness. Oh, that is fascinating. Okay. The light disappears? No, the light. No, no, no. The pastry disappears. No, he casts light on it. Oh, yeah. You watch as the light just fades away as it falls seemingly into nothingness. Whoa. Yerveth wants to, like, shoot an arrow into it just because... Yes, absolutely. Um, um, an Shivers, right now, can yeah? you please roll me... Actually, I'll do it. It's all good. It's all good. I'll do it. I'll do it. Can you guys see that roll? 
Yeah. Yep. Damn. <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. Um, that's I just need to know that. So carry on. Uh, when I dropped it, did it fall at a normal gravitational rate? Like if no, I grab another pastry fell. and lob it, it, it. Yeah. If you lob it, it moves much, much quicker. So, and you notice as well, Yervis fully in this corridor now. Yervis, it's beginning to feel quite cold and the air seems a bit thinner here. As you breathe in, you're not getting that full lungful. And as you take a bit of a step, Yervis, gravity is definitely weaker in here. <laughs> Oh, really? Are we yes. in actual astral space right now? You don't know. Fuck, this is weird. <laughs> people you... people are calculating the expansion of the universe measured in pastries per second Pastry per second. Shivers is going to jump. Oh, if I could give chat inspiration, oh, no. I would. That's brilliant. Uh, Shivers. Guys. Shivers is jumping upwards, not off, just straight up. <laughs> Shivers, you jump up and then slowly float back down again. Should be able to come uh, back this way, yes? I, I think so. Nothing about this makes sense, Shauna. <laughs> I'm just thinking, as much as I want to spend more time in this place, because damn, this place is damn interesting, we need to see if we can reach this guy alive if oh, yes. we're not already too late. I but, need to get to the end of the corridor. Don't think of it as the end of the corridor. Think of it as down. The gate is uh, down. Down? Uh, down? Yes. Down. Yes. I the jump forwards. Not <laughs> off the bridge, towards the door. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. Yeah. Um, shivers as you leap up the stairs and then land on the on the rainbow bridge again made of light. Yeah, you, you get up towards the door. Standing with Sherv, uh, standing with Yerveth uh, now. This door is just floating, really cool. just standing did, in mid space. You can look around it. There's nothing on the other side, but it is just sitting there in the middle of our Does it look space. like the blood continue? Like, the, does the blood trail continue north, or does it yes. stop at this? Yes, it looks like it looks like the blood trail continues north. Okay, I'm going to continue after the blood trail. I follow behind, and I'm going to take like bounding steps now. Like, ooh, okay, like... perfect. As you guys get a little bit further, suddenly. You watch as out of the depths of space, these tiny little motes of rock begin peppering the pathway. One of them smashes through a section of the light bridge, creating a hole that slowly begins to reseal. I need the two of you who are at the front to make me a dexterity saving throw to avoid being hit by these micrometeors. 24 is good, Yervith. That's a good roll. 15 is good. That's good. You both dodge. Um, As you sort of duck and move away from this cracking through the light um this little swarm of tiny meteors passes by without any further incident okay i'm gonna oh. run <laughs> yeah i'm gonna run too yeah, i don't uh, like this i'm running i don't like this at all so, why are you guys so scared it's very hard to run in low gravity so like you're sort of like yeah. i'm gonna, like, I'm gonna take Lockie's advice and run into the floor like i'm yeah. Able... No, no. So, yeah as, as, as you run and jump you put your feet up towards the door you get to I'm thinking about zero gravity, not low. I gravity. fall on yeah. my face. I don't yeah, want to jump too high though, because I don't want to overshoot the door. I go beyond it. And never stop. Shivers is on hands and feet and using the sides of the the walkway yeah. like a. There rail are no sides of the walkway. Like... There's no sides of the walkway. It's just the floor. There are no walls. How does snake I, movement I, I, work? I, I, yeah, <laughs> it's a good question. We're getting to that. Shana, <laughs> snakes can't really move in low gravity very easily. <laughs> yeah, how does that work? Shana, as Shana pushes herself, she just like starts flirting up and drifting her tail like flopping down underneath her. And then as you like concentrate, <laughs> you slowly sink back down again. And like, you are able to get some mo- motility, but it's not easy. Can I use Eldritch Blast and fire it at the wall behind me and push myself? 
myself. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Owen's face. <laughs> Shana, of course you can. I'm going oh, to need no. you to roll me to see how effective you are at pointing in a straight line because you are holding your hand out. It is not going to be very accurate at pushing you straight. Could I please have what you am I roll? Rolling? Roll me a spell attack first. We'll see oh, how good no. the spell attack is. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Shana to just like absolutely yeet herself off the side of this thing. <laughs> just disappear into space. Natural I mean, 20. Yeah, Shana's just like I... buzz fucking snake Aldrin. <laughs> <laughs> Space snake. Space snake. These are all the Christians. This is one small slither for you, Auntie. (laughs) (laughs) One small slither for me. One giant slither for you, Auntie. Kind. (laughs) Shana just starts absolutely like propelling herself along the pathway backwards, I should note. Backwards. Shana, (laughs) you yeet yourself down the corridor using Eldritch Blast. Uh, You find yourself propelled towards the far wall. Um, you are able to slow yourself down somewhat as Yervith like catches you a little bit, but um, yeah. <laughs> the tail. This image of the tail like a streamer behind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm from but, like, Robin Hood, where he's in the balloon. Just... <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> I imagine it's, it's like one of those like um, inflatable like guy like things at the front of the shops that is like yeah, yeah. it's like your tail. <laughs> Uh, nat 20, that was a good time to get a nat 20. Let me, yeah, let me just say that was good timing for the nat 20 as you, as you yeet wow. yourself down the corridor. Um, as you guys sort of reach the end of the corridor, you can see the the room actually closes off again. And as you pass through the borders of this area at the end of the corridor, you're back inside the dungeon again. You're back inside the, the depths of this undercroft underneath this tower. But as you turn back and look behind you, still see the depths of infinite astral space stretching before you there is something very weird about this hallway have you been down here before shivers this seems excessive i, I did not know i have not left my chambers um this, this is below you the whole time i know it is fascinating and it is it it is old it it is as old as the building it must be and and if the telescope is the same age uh who who owned this place it was some old uh wizard wasn't it i believe so yes wasn't it passed down from wizards to wizards i mean i know we were joking before about the whole occupational we're here to inspect the tower and everything but really i mean there's a there's a lot going on there's a lot of death traps here it's yeah. disconcerting. Mm. Yeah. It should definitely be shut down. Speaking of death traps, we need to find the dying person. Yes. Oh, Where does the blood go? Let me have a look. Where does the blood go, Owen? <laughs> <laughs> you can see that the blood trail leads towards the left-hand side, down the corridor towards a door in the left. Yeah, it continues doggishly after this blood. Bloodhound. Bloodhound. Yeah. You have oh, you reach there. a large door. This one marked with a series of hourglasses in various locations, turned in different directions. Um, he's going to try and open the door, first of all. Yeah, as you go to open it, the door seems locked. Uh, uh, is there a... Is there a particular pattern to the hourglasses? 
Are they in like in any particular order or? Oh yes, Yerveth. Um, can you make me a insight check or investigation uh, check? Definitely gonna be an insight check. Twenty-three. Yeah, Yerveth, as you begin studying, yeah, they're the hours of the day as told by an hourglass. Basically, it starts at zero. And then as the sand moves around each of the locations, you can see that it's slowly filling up until it reaches back to the full hourglass. And then it turns to become the top one. You can see that actually the whole hourglass emblem here can actually be rotated. This section of wood, this carving is actually on a rotatable wooden circle inside the door. (laughs) Some sort of puzzle. Um, Yeah, he's going to... Is the dial of this wood, like, orientated in any particular position at the moment? Like, what is it in relation normal, to Normal thing? hourglass, so um, empty at the top, slowly fills up with sand until it gets back around, and then flips over to refill. <coughs> um, yeah, it's going to spin the dial, like, like around. So a full 180 degrees? Yep. Yeah, you spin the dial a full 180 degrees? What you hear? He's gonna try the door again. Door swings open. Hey, (laughs) it's it's annoying because you don't know what you did. (laughs) (laughs) Frustrating for me because you don't know what you did. As you step inside the room, you can see a pale human form pressed up against one of the walls. Um, Shivers, you recognize this as Iskander. Hello, Iskander. Are you doing okay? He's dead, isn't he? There's no response from the figure. The yeah. blood trail ends and a pool of dark blood pools at his feet. Clutched in his hands is a blue object, half covered by his cloak, but with sharp edges sticking out from the side. Um, is the body we... still warm? Oh, are you going in? Oh, yeah. I assume I, I will be. Yeah, I'll be I going in Jana to check would. on him. Yeah. Who's going I think Yervith would probably scan in. the room first. Yeah, Yervith, as you have a bit of a look in the room, you see two massive hourglasses taking up the entire space of this irregularly shaped chamber. Oh. I, I mean, like the, the globes themselves are 15, 20 feet across, each hourglass rising almost to the ceiling limit, which is 30 feet overhead. They're suspended by chains, pulleys, gears, and it looks like it can actually be turned to change... The position to allow sand to fall through and yeah slumped against the far wall you can see the body of a humanoid in dark black and purple robes they seem to be charred and torn and you can see he's clutching this blue almost like a scale like looking object in his hands against his cloak i'm gonna run over to him shivers as you run over and get to the body you can see that scander seems to have passed away Clutched in his hand is a mask made of blue dragon scale. Is the one we were studying? Yes, it is the mask you were studying. Conic, large horns moving out from it. Beautifully made, but something... uh, Same as always. This this thing always gave you the creeps, Shivers. It looks almost too realistic. Shana get a like a bead on how long he's been dead for. Like, is he in full rigor? Is it past? Like, ooh, can I have a medicine check, please, Shana? You get many medicine checks in this campaign. Mm. No, that's a good one. 
Shana, you get the sense that... So first off, I'll describe his wounds in a bit more detail. Um, he has been burnt. There is a sliver of what looks to be um, this jagged shard of rock speared through one of his thighs, and that's probably where some of this blood has come from. It looks like it actually nicked uh, his femoral artery. He, that's not good. He bled out probably two, three hours ago. <laughs> yeah, okay. too long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be we would have missed I that anyway, I think. No. Yeah, we would have missed that anyway. Even if we'd gone straight here, I think we would have missed him. Yeah. Well, I've been keeping I mean, track of time. Not necessarily. No. Uh, not really. <laughs> there are, because because for things you don't know, not necessarily. Um. um I mean, should okay. we? Should. I know we didn't quite do our job, but should we at least relieve him of the mask? Him. Oh yes, it. I think. Uh, he would not begrudge you for that. Um, is, is there anything we can do, Shivers, though? Oh, yes, I'm going to take him with us. Don't you worry about that. He's coming back with me. Is there, but, wait, bef- wait, I was going to say, before... Bef- yes, no, uh, let's go. No, I was just wondering about these hourglasses. So am um, I. Maybe there's oh. something we can do here with these. What are you thinking, Aveth? I've had a thought. Well, I think I kind of fluked the door, not going to lie. Didn't quite what? know what I was doing there. <laughs> what did you do for the door, though? You turned that all the way around, well, yes? I just figured hourglasses, you usually tip them up to reset the sand dial. I thought if I did that, it would maybe something would happen. I, I didn't expect it to actually work. Um, well, let's try that here, then. If it works on the door, why would it not work on the bigger ones? It's also I mean, partly my we... fault. I... I... I thought through this puzzle and I think through the consequences of something else happening with that puzzle and I only realised it as you were saying, oh, I just turned it upside down. I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, you ever put a seat on hourglass before? You would be like, yeah, you just flip it up. Yeah, I mean, there's there's chains and pulleys on each of the hourglasses, the two massive hourglasses. It looks like you can rotate them to allow the sand to fall through again. Okay. Well, okay. Oh, let me just try the sand as well. Sorry, I should. I oh, that's important. As you have a bit of a closer look, it was hard to see because of the warping of the glass and the light was outside the room. But as you brought it in, the sand inside glitters almost like gold. This shine comes off it. It almost looks like this this orangey yellow glow as it reflects the light. Tiny crystals. It's very beautiful. Is, is the room as well just in general like kind of like the other areas of the tower that we've been in like in terms of the same work stone general yeah absolutely although yeah, yeah but you do notice it is in the shape of an hourglass yeah or a lemniscuit if you're so inclined what the infinity symbol huh maybe we should try I mean I don't know what the sand is it's not normal colored sand um yeah just give it a go what what's the time before we begin is there any way to see outside to the sun or anything on the sides uh you are deep Uh, underground as far as you know you don't actually i should say the teleporters as far as you know work up and down but mm. that's as far as you know (laughs) you could be really deep you could be somewhere else entirely for all you know you could be on the moon I think most of the astral plane outside. Yeah, I'll be on the moon. Good idea. 
before um, everyone starts mucking around with the um, hourglasses uh, just at the beginning of all this fuckery um, Shivers (laughs) is going to lie what was his name again Owen? Forgotten my patron Iskander I'm going to lie him down on the ground and uh, do a ritual cast um, of animate dead um, on him. Ten minutes? Yes, the ten okay. minutes. Okay, are you guys not touching the hourglasses for ten minutes while Shivers does this, or are you fucking... No, 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 they can, they can fuck around with it. I'm oh, just so gonna you're going to start the ritual. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so Shivers, you... T- oh, so in case, there. like, anything happens... Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just in case. Hmm. Alright. Okay. All right. Well, do, do we have at least a, a measure of, of the time that we would suppose it is, I suppose? See if we can... Oh. Bye, Raph. Mm. He'll be back. So He'll be back. He's just do, he's just doing the ritual cast. Building. He's just doing it's just All right. Well maybe, maybe we just try to flip one over and see what happens. Yeah, sure. Which one? Let's go right. <laughs> the internal question, let's go right. Are both colours are both sands exactly the same colour? Yeah, both hourglasses look exactly the same. There's nothing differentiating them, as far as you can see. <laughs> Uh, Definitely no convenient riding around the base of any of them. No, no <laughs> runes or anything, actually, weirdly enough. Yeah, right, very, very sparse then. Mm. Uh, is there any, like, there's, there's, there's no markings, there's no pictographs or anything on that? No pictographs, no markings, nothing. Just these massive yeah. hourglasses made of glass and what looks to be probably lucky to your eyes, maybe electrum for the metal bases that are holding them. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. No one uses electrum anymore. Fuck. <laughs> So old. <laughs> Shall we? Flip? I, I want to say let's flip, let's flip the right one. All right. So, from my perspective, is that the top one or the bottom one? The north or the south one? Right yeah. from the doorway, so I'd say the north one. North. Yep. Okay. North. Perfect. Who's go, who's going over and playing with the chains? Um, I think time might affect me less if it suddenly passes very quickly if something goes terribly wrong. Oh, yeah. So should the rest of us stand back in the doorway? Yeah, I'm going to stand back. This doesn't seem like something we should be meddling with. I think if we, we could do bring gonna... Iskander back, he'd be useful. Yes, no. and I, also I cannot move right now. I've, I, I kind of, I've already set up shop here. Uh, so just <laughs> work around me. Sorry. It's all right. Lucky. Okay. Take me through it. What's happening? Okay, well, um, so you say there's a chain there that runs from the top to the bottom, right? Yes, and a series of pulleys help translate that chain movement into smooth rotation of the hourglass. Okay. Um, Well, what I might do is... I guess I'll move the hourglass around one-twelfth to the left. So as you move it... One twelfth, the hourglass moves and shifts and then settles in the chains. Uh, no sand pours up; it stays at one twelfth movement on an angle. All right, first experiment was null. Moving on, <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to move it so that it gets down to level. Do you want to use the hands of a clock, so you'd be going for four. I think is what you're telling me. If I've got your logic right, I'm going. Oh, I'm going the other way, so we're going for eight. Three is going to be. Eight. Yeah, I'm going for eight. Okay, because if it's well, if it's nine degrees is twelve, nine degrees yeah. is twelve. 
and then you rotate it to three, it'll be perfectly horizontal. And then if you rotate it to four, it'll just be a tiny trickle of sand. Heading start, through. Start I was having to go back. I was having to go back the other way, but that might be the other way. way. Yeah, just reverse. It might make it eight instead of uh, yeah. Let's stick with four. Let's stick with four. Cool. Because I, I think I get the logic of what you're trying to do. Yeah. Lucky. As you begin pulling on the chain, the hourglass falls into position. Lucky, could you please roll me a d20? Here we go. Oh, shit. 12. 12. Uh, okay. Everyone in the room but Lockie. Lockie, you watch as they begin very slowly moving backwards in time. Oh, cool. From your perspective, guys, Lockie suddenly begins moving backwards in time. What? Because if 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 you're moving yeah, backwards, the other person appears to be moving backwards. So because you're now desynced, it, so you watch as a yep 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 yep, and they begin talking backwards from your perspective, Lucky, as you watch them enact this. Fuck. Nice that's backwards so cool. Thank you. I do a good backwards speak. Approximately, how far back does that seem to have taken? Uh, at the moment, they're just running backwards at. One to oh, one So one you to watch, Yerveth, you watch as they come in, they check on Iskander, and then they walk backwards out of the room. And all of them walk backwards out of the room and, and disappear down the corridor. Oh. Oh, and shit. what's our perspective of that? Uh, from your perspective, Lockie vanishes at this point because continuity oh. has now been broken. As soon as you leave the room, Lockie vanishes. So from your perspective, Lockie suddenly was moving backwards and disappears. And then when you step back in the room, he reappears again. But that hasn't happened yet because... So this is going to get really, really mind-fucking. This is going to get... Oh, yeah, this is going to be really mind Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched so much yeah. Who, I'm ready. As soon as you guys leave the room, your time now restarts. And so uh-huh. from your perspective, Lockie disappears. <laughs> this is gonna break your fucking okay. brains. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, okay, fuck so, off, boys and girls. Yeah, yeah. It's about I'm to just get complicated. On a ritual. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you're not Wait, because we... you're not though. No, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're in the corridor now. Yeah, yeah. Lock, you watch as the blood pooling under Iskander yeah. begins to slowly start to move back up into his body. Okay. Do we have our memories from just before? Wait, wait, wait. Like, it's, it's, we're going to have to. We're going to get to that. Yeah. We have to do with Lockie yeah, yeah. first. I, for continuity, I have to do Lockie first because you've yeah, now left yeah. the room. Things are different for you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Lockie's in a he's in a divergent timeline, and he'll be back in a second in ours. But he's gone. We're going back with him. <laughs> this is exactly how time travel works. Owen. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I'm going to do time travel, I'm going to do it fucking properly. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, okay, so um, time is moving backwards at a constant pace at this point. Yes. Yep. Uh, so perfect. That's now being the equivalent of half an hour. Lockie, could you please roll me a d20? <laughs> oh, no. oh, shit. Six. Six. The hourglass. A crack begins moving up through the center of the hourglass. Small bits of sand begin to pull through at your feet. Lockie, I need you to make me a... Constitution saving throw, please. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! That's the opposite of a good time. Fifteen, Lockie, you <laughs> I pass. Like that. I get it. Something I get it. seems wrong as you focus. 
you feel like you're experiencing this like pull away from this hourglass. Something feels very, very wrong. What you're doing, this is this is bad. You are breaking something inherent, something fundamental to the functioning of the universe, and you are you are fucking with it. <laughs> Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, no. Um, okay. Lockie, time continues to move backwards for another half an hour. I will let you know what it's been half an hour. Iskander's blood begins to liquefy once again. You watch as the congealing blood, this dark blood, begins to turn red and turn back into a liquid before slowly beginning to flow back towards his body into some of the wounds. Some of the scabs that have solidified begin liquefying once again. Uh, okay. Lockie, how long do you, do you continue this or do you stop? Um. I want to get to the point where he is almost dead, but not quite. So say he's unconscious, like mechanically unconscious and two death saving So you're going to be here for two hours. Fantastic. Okay, wait. (laughs) I'm all about this. No, no, no. (laughs) Um, After another half an hour, Lockie, (laughs) could I get you to roll me another d20, please? Can can you give yourself a flash of genius or something? Not on these. Not on the d20 rolls. But you can on your con saves, I suspect. Oh, three! Lockie. This is gonna be bad. Um, Lockie, can you roll me a constitution saving throw, please, my boy? Oh, no. Not a natural one. Three! No, okay, it's not. I thought it was another three. 15. 15, Lockie. The DC gets harder each time. Previously, that was a pass. It is no longer a pass. This is a fail. The hourglass shatters, sand spills out at your feet, pouring across you. You find yourself thrown back away from the hourglass as it shatters, thrown against the wall. Lockie, uh, can you please roll me a D100? I need to know how badly this is. 33. Lockie, time on your body irrespective of your perception, begins to reverse. You watch as cuts and scrapes begin to heal over some of the damage that's done to you. That's fine. You youthen by 33 years. Not so much of a bad thing for you. You picked the right person to be on this. Would it have been bad for me? That's what I was saying. That's why when you guys were like, oh yeah, we'll have fun with this. I was like, okay. (laughs) Um, As the hourglass shatters, Lockie, you also take... 14 oh, points of damage. Okay. Oh. Um, Are you down? No, no, he's had a short rest. They've had a short rest. Oh, he's had a short rest. Sorry, I forgot. Um, yeah, that and as the, so as the hourglass shatters and the sand spills across you, there's a moment where suddenly the world pauses and then time reasserts itself. The hourglass back up in and seals itself shut, resealing itself because if it's damaged during the backwards flow of time, the new timeline reasserts when time is restored and it heals itself. It is sealed once more. I know, I told you, this is going to get pretty mind-broken. Time accelerates back to the point where it was, Lockie. You feel yourself thrown against the wall as air that is moving through this room interacts with you at a much faster pace than it normally would. The rest of the party burst into the room, rush over to Iskander, and then as it gets to the point where you are meant to grab the chain of the hourglass and reassert the timeline, you feel yourself jerked towards it and thrown bodily against the hourglass as you collide with it. Time <laughs> reasserts. From you guys' perspective, as you left the room, um, you are no longer going backwards in time. Your perspective, you've just arrived at the room ready to go in. Lockie's gone. Lockie 
Lockie's been gone for half an hour. You haven't seen Lockie since he just suddenly vanished. You've been anxious looking for him. As you step into the room, suddenly with a loud crash, Lockie is up against the hourglass, holding the oh. chain. <laughs> and you remember him going over to pull on the chain as the yep. last memory that you have before he pulled on the chain. Whoa. Ah. <laughs> I told you, I told you. Time travel gets really, really, really fun. That wasn't Michael, I get it. That was lucky. Ah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> lucky, what, what happened? Are you alright? I was temporarily embarrassed. Um... <laughs> Hey, you look okay. different. Yeah, you look. You look a bit less shiny. rusty. You were shiny. Oh. Please sing, shiny. So shiny. Does he still have the upgrades that he got previously? Like that, that <gasps> thing that the guy gave him um, when we were oh, in the watery place. Did I go back in time, or did I de-age? That's the okay. question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but- oh. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky, can you please roll me a D one hundred? I don't want this to be my responsibility. This is unlucky. Uh-huh. Fifty-nine. Lucky. That sudden realization as you look down at your chest, you see the cortex is still there. This this um addition. It's flashing with this red pulsing light. Something is oh. very wrong with it. Oh, that's not good. I am vividly remember last time he had something flashing red and I kind of back away. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was his eyes turning red. This is different. Yeah, I know. I know, <laughs> okay, but I'm okay. still like... <laughs> Anything red is like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. kind of like... Lucky, an error message appears inside your mind. <laughs> <laughs> error, error, error. Yeah. Oh, no. Temporal displacement um, detected. Rectifying. Rectifying? Oh dear. Um, okay, I'm going to make sure he places the chain back exactly where it was. If it was like dangling somewhere, he's going to move it. He's going to place all the things exactly where they were. He's going to go back. He's going to close the door the way it was closed before, and he's going to sort of maybe shuttle his friends over to a little little spot and just be like, "Don't move." And then he's going to go back and stand next to the chain. He's not going to touch it again. But he's going to go stand next to the chain. And let me see. He's going to. I'm just oh, making oh. preparations. There's nothing to worry about. Just counting down. I've got a timer in my mind. I know. I was going to say, you look like you're counting. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Lucky, as you do this. <laughs> Temporal displacement detected. Rectifying in three, two. You watch as Lucky begins shimmering. Ghostly afterimages appear after him, moving back in time back to where he pulled on the chain. As it does so, the core in his center detaches, lifting up into the air and spinning rapidly in place, sending out these blasts of light that shine across the room. Lockie, you watch as all of you is slowly pulled apart piece by piece, component by component, as Lockie is taken apart in front of you and reassembled around the spinning core just then drops him down onto the ground. Doki, this is not painful. You don't feel any of this. But there's a brief moment. The core is now fully integrated with you. It is and always has been a part of you. Forever. You and this thing are now fully bonded. It is you. Whoa. Hell yeah. Wow. Doki, 
you now can access. <laughs> you now can access the last two hundred years of your data. Oh, amazing! Oh, <laughs> shit! Let's go. What? You remember everything leading up to yep, you, <laughs> you remember all 200 years of solitude alone on the sky castle maintaining oh. it meticulously you remember slowly powering down failing as lyra your friend is gone trapped inside the gemstone your attempts to bring her back to save her ending in failure and misery you remember clockwork dragon the center of the center of the airship, your your one companion that you could speak to, not airship, air, air sky castle, this giant castle. More importantly, you remember a name carved deep within you, someone who was once very important to you, and who in your in your mind you know was your creator. Whoa! Oh shit. You remember the name Sarissa. S-E-R-I-S-S-A. Wow. Sarissa. A storm giant. Daughter of King Hecaton. The ruler of the storm giants. Oh, shit. Wow. Sarissa. Huh. Who's who's Sarissa? Lucky, it's Lucky. us. Lucky. What's going on, Lucky? Hi. Uh, it's fine. I'm, I'm okay. Uh, that was you disassembled and reassembled in front of us. Uh, are you sure you're okay? I mean, I, I. Oh, sorry. One more thing to mention: there is no rust on Lucky's body. He is as if he was freshly manufactured. <laughs> sorry, I should oh. mention that. Oh, uh, I might need to update your character right <laughs> Scrub the deck. My <laughs> I will sparkle so, like a wealthy woman's neck. <laughs> Just a sec. Lucky, you look, you look different. You look fresher, cleaner. Yeah, I look, I, I guess I just had to get the rust off. Um, it's a bit more than that. No, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I was being glib. No, um, <laughs> no, it's here. I, well... Okay, I said I was temporarily embarrassed. That's mostly true. But it also looks like I've gone through a bit of a, a shift. I've got my, some memories back. Oh, so maybe you can tell us now what that whole attack thing was back there then. <laughs> it was a subroutine created by Sarissa for her protection. Yeah, that's, that is absolutely correct. It's, it's designed <clears throat> to, in moments of extreme conflict prevent your destruction and her death who's Sarissa she was my creator she put me together she wound me up you remember your creator I do she was lovely she was a princess oh was she a a giant as well yes yes she was a giantess she was the daughter of the king of the giants yeah youngest daughter his youngest. That's, she was very curious. That's kind of a, that's kind of groundbreaking, remarkable, even. Yeah. Huh. Huh. 
do you feel about all this? Well, I think the word would be overwhelmed. Um, yeah. Understatement. There's a lot. I mean, I can't imagine what it would be like to have 200 years worth of memories just flash back into your brain like that. Mm-hmm. Does this change? No, Nathaniel, you're right. Oh, sorry. You reminded me of someone for a moment. Wait, what? Very, very good, Lucky. Very good. Na- na- did you say Nathaniel? Nathaniel. Uh, yeah, it just... You, you looked like somebody from my memory. Sorry, it's all... It's all coming together. I'm still pulling it apart. Nathaniel. Uh, okay. Who who was that? Do you, what was he? He was a he was a traveler that would come through. He would trade and he would bring interesting news and items from other places. He was an elf very long ago. Huh. Does this change anything, Loki, with with us? Oh no, not at all. But it does mean I have a bit of a bit new perspective on things, I suppose. <sighs> so wait, so before when we were back in the chamber, we were looking through those documents. There was the the mention of what happened. Do you remember that now? That that's still very long ago. That that part still seems partly locked away, Loki. Yeah. The memory of actually the events leading up to the giants vanishing. You still only have that one memory of the sound, high pitched sound, and the light, and then the feeling of that hand upon your chest. Hmm. No, that's that's too far back. This last couple of hundred years, I've got. It's still a lot. And Shana, I'm... I'm very sorry I wasn't able to get Lyra out sooner. Yeah. It's all in the past. The past is very present for me right now. So... I look down at Iskander. The blue dragon is still clutched in his hand. No one's taken it yet. I, I guess that didn't work. Then. No, it didn't. I got close. Oh, I got close. That's... <sighs> Unfortunately, I would have to break the universe to get back there. Um, oh, let's not do that. Not yet. Yeah. No, I don't think that's a terribly great idea. I, I guess there are some things that we can't change. Even even this magic is not... Yes, it's not bound by... Well, it is bound, sorry, by... Um, by the forces of life. I think that's called physics. I don't know. No. I don't very. I don't understand. What is this? What is this physics? I've heard them talk about it. Ah, uh, like the star thing. Yeah, it yes. is. I think so, this is all related to the star thing. It's spelled F I Z Z X. Physics. Physics. Rather, rather complicated. <laughs> physics, t- physics, treasury of dragons. This is something for the wizards. Wizards. <laughs> wizards. Yeah, we need a wizard. Speaking of wizards, speaking of wizards, is our wizard still mumbling over his 
it's corpse. Oh yeah, the original. Yes, Shivers is still. I'm assuming that with uh, with Raph having some little internet troubles, that Shivers is still trying to reanimate this corpse. I'm sort of. <laughs> The time, the time effect has not worn off for Shivers. <laughs> Something about the nine lives and being a cat, it's not fully worn off. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll assume that you are still working on the um, the reanimate dead, not animate dead, sorry. The, um, oh yeah, animate dead, yeah. Uh, animate dead, Shivers, I'll let you know when that's done. Um, if you have this now, I'm going to take another look puzzled at the, at the, at the, at the, um, at the hourglass. Yeah. If, if these hourglasses are so... I guess threatening to existence. Why are they here, and who built them? Well, they're largely self-correcting. That's so interesting. Yeah. Could you, if that one set you to the past, could that one go to the future? Presumably. I mean, it's possible. I suppose they could both do the same thing, or they could interact with each other. Maybe you'll need to pull both of them at the same time. Or maybe that would create a complete time vortex that would suck everything in. Let oh. my face betray nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's a robot, so... <laughs> I'm just going to still oh, face right. you for the next, like, ten minutes. <laughs> I mean, uh, something this powerful would solve a lot of our problems, but... I just... This is too much. I... Yeah. There's some things that you break you can't fix, my friend. I... I was silly to try, and um, I was also very lucky. Yeah, out of all the things that could have happened, you did not get a bad result. And the fact it was you, Lockie, and not one of the others, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 30, 33 years, Mira would be an egg. Yeah. Yeah. I still really want to know what would have happened to Shana. Like, would she have disappeared entirely? I had, I had, I had pre-written down what was going to happen to Shana, and if you had done it, I was just going to paste it in chat and not just like and then read it out word for word and be like this is what happens oh, oh, no. now i want to know did you have did you have no. scenarios for everyone no not for everyone just uh, the people who i needed to have pre-planned right, right, right. so just shana yeah <laughs> well and Jin would have like because Jin is pretty young in the scheme of things as well so yeah Jin's in his Jin's in his 30s I, and that's why yeah, i wasn't second. gonna have Jin touch anything uh so <laughs> <it's laughs> can't be on me i was like no nah, yeah. i'm in control of Jin. Jin's not touching shit that's totally fine <laughs> mm. um perhaps then uh we had we had the mask it's yeah, sitting right there in the scanders i don't think it's i don't think a scanders gonna need it um no do, do we take it do, what are we, what are we Maybe you should wait until Shivers is finished with his ritual first. Okay. You guys want to wait for Shivers to reanimate Iskander and then you'll take the mask? Cool. In that case, Shivers finishes his... It's only another, like, two, three minutes. I've been keeping track of time as you guys have been talking. Only another two, three minutes uh, and Shivers reanimates Iskander. You watch as the corpse stands up and then assumes this very, like, sort of salted expression as it sort of just looks emotionless. Shivers having cut it open, removed some of the vital organs, stitched it back up again, like, mummified the body partially. Um, it still is clutching. Actually, no, as it stands up and its muscles unclench, the mask clatters onto the floor. Huh. There you go. Yerveth is gonna... He, he's gonna pick it up, but he's not gonna pick it up with his bare hands. He's gonna, like... Yeah. You see, you have a, I can use mage hand, maybe, if we 
manipulate that, Yeah. Yelith just looks at Shana and goes, that's probably for the best. I was just gonna grab a cloth. I think, Mira, hmm. I'm not sure if you should even come near this thing at this point. We Do you have any idea what would happen to a dragon moon if the, with the mask? I don't know. I don't think it'll affect me the same way, but I don't know. I don't really want to know. Have any of you interacted with a mask before? We've only seen it. No. Uh. We've only seen someone using it to control the dragons. You could try it on me. I mean, no. No, no, I don't think that's a bad idea. You're already. Yes, no, that would not be wise, I don't think. Mira. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. See the blue yeah. mask sitting on the floor. It's beautiful. It's carved oh, no. from this single dragon's scale. Immaculate. And as you look into the empty eye sockets, you feel this, this pull towards it. You know what? You know what? It might be safest is maybe if I actually, if I actually hold it. Maybe. Uh, no. No, no, I don't. I, you're too. You're too close to this, Mero. I. I don't think it'd be wise. I don't see why not. I thought that was the. Natural, I thought that was the idea. Well, I mean, at least you know. At least I am the closest one to know what it might do. I can get a sense from it. I could already get a sense from it that it's powerful. So if I have a look at it, maybe I'll know more about it. Hmm. Or you'll end up like what happened to that poor chap that's in our brig. Well, not anymore, I guess, but... Well, I mean... Jin, hang on. Jin, Jin's not letting that go. Jin says... <laughs> hang, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute, Shana. Wasn't it Lyra yeah. who poured water through into the pool? While he was looking at it, and that drove him insane. He'd had the mask for to years fair, with no problems. To be fair, she did not know that he was in the pool at the time, and he was in the pool searching for the mask, therefore tangentially related. Because um, he'd lost the mask, though. So the mask didn't drive him insane. He'd lost it. What if he was insane from the mask, and then that's why he lost it? Well, we know that he wasn't, because Diderus told us that whoever poured the water in the pool drove him insane. I still think it's a bad idea, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I personally have no problems having the mask or keeping it safe, says Jin. I will need to look at it. Shana hands Does it off can. to Jin. Jin. <laughs> you trust Jin more than Mira. Jin takes the mask. <laughs> no, no. As he takes the you mask and looks at it. As he takes the mask and looks at it, Shana, you watch as his shadow, two eyes, open. Oh, get, get fucked. fucked. What do you mean, get fucked? You handed it to Jin. <laughs> I oh, didn't gonna... think of that. Jin looks at the mask do I, and goes, do, do yes, I think I'm shadow? Yeah. I'm fucking taking it off Jin then. Snatch it off Jin. Hey, I was looking at that. I was looking at that. Come on now. Is he snatching it off Jin? Okay, before anyone accuses me, that was not my intention. <laughs> what? Do, don't you trust me, guys? Shana's the one who wants to 
wants to do I, lots of good with, with Varys. I, I'm still undecided. Jin, it's not that I don't I trust you. Of course I trust you. We've been together for a while, but yeah, I, th- I think we all saw the same thing. And we did indeed. Not... <sighs> who, who do we trust the most here? Shivers? <laughs> you're you're <laughs> handled you this mask. You've handled this mask more than anyone else has, so therefore you have the most experience. I believe that it should go to you for now. Agreed. So we can understand it a bit more. Actually, yes, and then you can show me it, maybe. <laughs> How it works, you know? Oh, Raph, I can't hear you, buddy. Can Shana sort of try and get a little bit of a bead on Mira? Because... Am, I, am I back? You're back, hey. you're back. Yeah, you are, yes. <laughs> Oh, she's, she's sort okay. of done a bit of check. Shana, do you want to roll an inside check? Yeah, I would love to. To behavior. And um, while uh, that happens, during our studies of the mask, um, did anyone actually put it on when we were no studying it? it on. No, no one's put it on. Fuck. Okay. Only Fuck. only two people have touched it. Jin and Yervith. Shana, you made sure. No, sorry. I mean, I mean when uh, me and my master. Oh no, you guys, you guys never wore it. Um, your master was too mm. afraid it might be cursed. He was very careful. And there's a yeah. way to sort of approach these items. He would spend a lot of time examining it. You've touched it a number of times. You've held it for him, but you've never put it on. It just feels like a dragon scale. It's cold and hard and sharp in some of the points. Um, Shana, that's a five for your insight on uh, on Mira. Um, I am going to... Jin is going to use... Oh, can he use any of these bardic inspirations? Does he get them back on a short rest? He does. Oh, man. He does? Jin will what bardic inspiration. Jin will bardic know? inspiration one of your insights. But how would he know that, though, to do that? I'm being nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I? 1d8. I can roll it if you like. I'll roll it for Jin, because I can just roll it straight from here. Um, six. Total of 11. Shana, you get the sense from Mira that she is genuinely curious about this thing, that she wants to examine it because of her connection to draconic magic. Not much more than that. You don't get the sense she's being controlled. She's not being brainwashed by this thing. Is that fair, Mira? You just yeah. I guess with that, I mean, she is interested. Pretty, she's a pretty open book, so mm. Mira is interested. I'm not going to lie; she's interested. Yeah, yeah definitely. It doesn't feel supernatural. It's not like the One Ring. She's not like staring it down hungrily, like spittle <laughs> gathering at the corners of her mouth yeah. as she licks her dry lips and stares at it. It's you just get <laughs> such a... but me, can I just say as a child that scared the shit out of me you don't get the sense this is a Bilbo Baggins after the ring it's... but she is interested in it definitely but also so is Jin <laughs> they give you that for free can I can I inside check Jin yeah, of course you can of course you can yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, being outside of uh, your your group, um, perhaps if I just hold on to it as an impar- impartial member of the party, yes. at least until yes. we get out uh, of the tower. I think that might be for the best. Mira, you'll get your ch- your chance until we mm. uh, once we know it's 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 safe. I think once we're on the airship in a controlled environment where we can make sure that nothing wrong's going to happen, or if anything wrong does happen, we can minimize the damages. Where we're not but surrounded in this by tower. Teams. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good idea. idea. And make sure we don't drop it off the side of the astral plane. Um, yes, I will put it in my satchel. 
feed the masks to um, re- bring back Tiamat? I mean, if one of the masks just went missing, say in an astral plane somewhere, would that what? just stop the ritual from happening altogether? Or would that instantly teleport it to where it needs to be for them to resurrect Tiamat? I mean, they have a room with an astral plane in it or some sort of extra plane or whatever that star corridor thing is. Um, I think it would it might work for a short term, but I, I they've also got a lot of resources. It wouldn't solve our problem. It would just mask it for a while. Shana, you hear a voice coming from your shadow. Oh, fuck. Oh, dear, Shana. You've run out of wizards, haven't you? Only Shana yes. does this. Oh, no. Oh, no. She, she, okay, so she's replying in an internal monologue. Like, she's not speaking yeah. out loud, but it's well, just sort of like um, the reply is just, so it would appear. <laughs> well, he's well, not dead, at least. Well, he is dead, just because he's been reanimated. No. The other the other one. The other Which wizard. Other one? Oh, the tabaxi. The one that's the dragon warden. Oh, you're going after Jorgen. Unfortunately, he's not a wizard, and not who we need to place the stone on. I need one of the ones who is researching the mask. (laughs) That's that's my dude. Fuck off. (laughs) Fuck off. The training, the party, all my friends. Shit. Well, you can try the corpse then if you must. They're not going to notice if the corpse suddenly drops down dead, are they? It's already a corpse. No harm done. Oh, God. <laughs> well, there's a very alive wizard right there. <laughs> very oh. innocent. Very innocent. You and I made oh, a deal. No. I don't want to see you breaking your promises. I don't like this. Not again. No. Go on. She like and she sort of like feels feels in like her component pouch and like sort of the weight of the stone is still there. Yep, moonstone's still there. And she's going to calmly walk up to Shivers and be like, "Shivers, I have this stone. I need to try and obtain the memories of the a wizard from this tower. Can I?" And she, she asks for permission and points to the zombie. <laughs> y- yes. Uh, we can see what happens. Hang on. Shut up. Where'd you get that stunt? What are you, what's this all about? <laughs> this is the, I, was still, I was literally talking about this stone, was it two sessions ago? You did yeah. mention it, yeah. I didn't. Because she, she did initially ask for permission when oh, I was being held. She's like, I've got this stone, I yeah. need to try and get some memories. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. No, you haven't thought that. Yeah. So you'd be like, okay. Yeah. I don't I don't know if you'll get many memories um, out of him, though. He's he's not really himself anymore. Uh, he is um, just an empty husk. Ready for friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> this sailor is all ready to board the friendship. <laughs> but um, Shannon, um, I am a, I am a wizard. Um, can I help you? Oh. In the way that this stone is designed to work, unfortunately. Um, Jin speaks up. Well, why not, Shana? That's too Varus. That's too Varus. Jin speaks what? up. And and why not, Shana? He's offering to help. Because yes, as... I love to help. He loves to help, Shana. As uh, what's his name pointed out, I've completely forgotten the other Dragonborn's name. This is likely a brain drain stone, and. Well, I mean, the zombie doesn't really need a brain, but I think brain. we're all quite attached to yours. <laughs> I, I, yes. Um, what, what do you mean? It as in it would remove all my thoughts? I honestly have no idea whatsoever, but I don't think it's a good thing, and I'm not going to do it to, you know. No, I you. don't. I, I, why do you need that? I think someone, one of these wizards in this tower, I think they know more about what's happening with Hadar and the stars that are going out. And we need more information. And I've been told that this could possibly get more information. And so get more information I shall. Oh. Well, I will do whatever I can uh, outside of giving you all of my brains um, <laughs> to be of assistance. Yes, um, if you could just ask them to stand still for a second and I guess she takes the stone out, slides up to him and just sort of oops it on the forehead. And then... And that is where we're wrapping up for tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What a what a session! Oh my what? god! <laughs> I felt Crazy. so disconnected through the middle there. You know that time stuff. I tell you what. Three <laughs> <laughs> for six, man. Oh mate, that was as soon as as soon as I saw the the whole time thing. All I could think of was the um, don't mess with time. I will mess with time. I will mess with time. <laughs> from, uh, Rick and, um, from Rick and Morty, <laughs> and they'd be up Einstein. I just had more questions, honestly. Like perfect. Perfect. What's with this? Oh man, yeah, I, I had I had a lot of fun mucking around with the time room because it's this none of this time stuff is in the original Tyranny Dragons. Right. It's just the hourglasses are there and they do nothing. And I was like, well, that's shit. No, fuck that. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go watch this again on YouTube so I get what I missed out on. Yeah, it's, oh, um, yeah. it's the time stuff. Yeah, I I might have to rewatch it again too. <laughs> <even> <laughs> I said it. Part of me's like, that makes sense, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, human brain wasn't meant to function with relativity being like bi-directional essentially. There's it's so many different meant... like theories on time as well, like yeah. the whole, yeah. Oh man, um, thank you so much for joining us everybody. I hope you've enjoyed this session. I um, I had a lot of fun with this session, <laughs> both planning and, uh, and running it. So thank you very much. Um, remember, we've got our Avatar Legends campaign tomorrow night and more importantly, got our Curse of Stride campaign starting next Monday. So get yourselves ready. Be there or be drained of all of your blood by a vampire. So we will see you all. I don't think that's the same. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, I checked. I checked. I'll look it up again. 
<laughs> yeah, I've looked it up. It's still the same. Um, oh, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> so nice. thank you so much, everybody. Once I've played the outro video, I will go and rate another channel because that's what I want to do. And I, I think it's really good if we can go help out some other streamers. Are there any other streamers looking out there who, any other D&D streams we can come and raid? Let me have a quick look and see who we want to raid. Um, particularly Australian ones I want to help out. Yeah. Ready, set, roll, Oz. Let's go raid Ready, set, roll, Oz. All right, I will tee that up in a second. For the moment, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. We will see you all again next time. Until then, stay safe, stay well. See you guys soon. Bye, everybody. Bye. Farewell. Bye, guys. Thank you.